The self-destruct sequence has been activated. Repeat. The self-destruct sequence has been activated. This sequence may not be aborted. All employees proceed to the emergency car at the bottom platform. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews. The hottest be coming through, dropping knowledge on all that you get. A bigger the front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keeping it real and stay silent just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can't get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer. Moreover, success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like vultures. I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll. Well, we'll be on the whole different vibe though we like to ride slow and keep our windows tinted so you really can see us like stevie wonder waking up with his eyes closed yeah got the kind of flow that rock the boat on my 16s and pounds of dope and if you figure you can hang with me on the mic to grab some rope matter of fact better grab some hope while you at it we keep it live it's time to tune in turn up the sound on what you're using it goes so hard i think it's bruising the show is 2020 no need to zoom in yeah Now I can resume the recording. Yeah, me wild. I was not going to be on record saying that because them country niggas can find you. You don't <laughs> fuck with people. I'm telling you the truth. You don't fuck with people who have pigs as pets because they can chop your ass up and feed you to the pigs and nobody would know. Mm. It is, this is fact. I know. This is fucking fact. This was you know. told to me by an old white dude. He's mm. like, why do you think they have pigs? And they never sell them. I was like, oh, fuck that. That's fuck just one of the ways. I heard about, you know how, like, in the country they be burning shit mm -hmm. and they get one of them barrels? Mm -hmm. They can cremate your ass like that, too. Uh, we mm. have. Yeah. And I didn't know why. Yep. Because they, they never, they can rust up, but they never disintegrate. Never disintegrate. So they would just sit there. In the country, they will get rid of your ass. Yeah, they'll get, there's several ways to get rid of you. <laughs> several. Um, fuck. But that being said, uh, how y'all doing? Doing good? Man, I am yeah, doing excellent because I'm here. That's what we need, man. Yeah. I was telling uh, Lendrick how we had the think tank last time you and I, we just sat down and yeah. just, that was just talked mm -hmm. and just got shit out to, to advance further. And um, her and I had a conversation. I was like, we need to get Lendrick in on this. And I think. Yeah, because when we, when we was talking that day and we had linked up, I told him, I was like, see, you just need to holler at Lendrick because. He sound like he all into that black shit. Mm. He's like, <laughs> right. he's like, really? I was Definitely. like, yes. He studies it, like yeah. embodies it. He loves it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I gave him a hint. I told him I said I love demographics. Like, mm -hmm. that's my that's my favorite. I, I like one of my favorite topics in school was geography, and the reason why it was so interesting was because of the people that lived there. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, it just every time I meet somebody who's mixed, like there was somebody who was mixed with Mexican and Jew. And I'm like, how the hell did that happen? Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? Because Jews are Jewish, and then Mexicans are strictly Catholic right. for the most part. So it's just like, how did you come to be? There should be a movie made about that. Right. You know what I mean? Like Stuff like that is just interesting to me, so. A Jew and a Mexican walk into a bar. That's how it started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, fuck. That's crazy. Like, I wonder what kind of hair they got. They they honestly look more Hispanic than they do. That's what I thought. That's what I figured. They they look more Hispanic than they do Jewish. Mm. So it's like it's crazy. First of all, it's another story. Just talking about you know, just just how somebody just is mixed genetically. I I feel like that's that's incredible in and of itself. But just culturally missing each other, like it's just 
always been an interest in me. DNA. Yeah. But I feel like it's something that I, that that is a, a duty um, for for African Americans because we are probably the only group in America that don't have uh, an ethnicity that is known. To I us. agree with you on that. White people they they know they're not necessarily white. They can hop out of that race anytime yeah. they want to, and, oh, yeah, and like you know that. every St. Patrick's Day. They take <laughs> off being white and mm -hmm. they become Irish. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Arr. So they got so they got that leverage that most African Americans don't have. Uh, Africans who immigrate over here, um, they know who they are. They Igbo or mm -hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, Iwe. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> it's Iwe. They 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 whatever they are, but they still got that. You know what I mean? That identification. That identification. I, you, you would look at me and just you would you would hear them say. I heard I heard one of them say. You would look at me and think I'm just a regular black person, but no, I'm not. I have a whole country behind me. You know what I mean? That's crazy. We don't that have is. countries behind us. You know, one of the reasons I told her. I don't know if I told you this, but one of the reasons why uh, we have a certain relationship or certain stereotypes that we have about Asian people is because you know back around right after World War II happened, they put like pretty much Japanese people, anybody with slanted eyes into uh, concentration in concentration camps. camps. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why they got turned loose was the pressure that their countries put on America. Mm. They have entire countries backing them. African Americans don't have that leverage whatsoever. Do you think we, we would ever have it though? Do huh? you think we will ever get there to where we can <coughs> identify ourselves to um, some degree? I, I think no. I think that <laughs> we have made our own ethnicity through our history here. Like being an African American is so distinct mm -hmm. that it is it is becoming like its own where rather it is like its own ethnicity within its mm -hmm. own right because of the how we improvise our own culture based on the circumstances. I agree. We're completely different from any whatever you come from, whatever country it was, Ghana, Nigeria, Benin. You know what I mean? No matter where you come from, boom, you here now. And it's by like, what, three, three hundred years separation? Three, four hundred years separation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we no longer cousins to them. No. At a certain point. At a certain point, nah. No. I get what you know what I'm trying to say? So so we'll never have that. The only thing that we can do is is try to build together based off the ethnicity that we have here together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why black unity in America is so important. Definitely. Because we all we have. We all we got. No matter where you go in the world, they got something to say about black culture, but no one really knows what it's like to have the, this kind of experience right. except each other. They're not born in it. You get what I'm saying? White people, and you'll see this all throughout you know, any kind of justice system in America. You'll see them if uh, somebody white does something horrible or what have you. They always try to see the more here. Like, how did this happen? You know what I mean? Like that's the question they ask. You're not How did this same, happen? But you're not gonna get the same. With a black but we don't we don't do that for each other. You know what I mean? Because we don't share that. You know what I mean? We don't share that kind of like that the umbrella, the same way other cultures do with Asians, with Mexicans, any other culture. It's up for us. That's the reason why I feel like it's imperative for us to try to figure out, just look back, and that's what I was doing. <laughs> That's what I was doing. That's that's what led me to that. Cause um, like we was about to talk about racism earlier. That's the reason why I feel like the responsibility of fault of racism isn't held upon black people at all. Because first of all, we didn't create race. That's true. The language I'm you hear what language I'm speaking? <laughs> I'm speaking English. 
we're I'm in not, America. Yeah, and we're in America. I'm not speaking my indigenous language. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my, my ethnicity is. White it. people know theirs. They have a choice. You can be Scottish. You can be Norwegian. You can be Dutch. You can be French. You can be wherever the hell you came from in the Caucasus Mountains. <laughs> but you chose, you chose to make a culture around your complexion mm-hmm. and hold everybody else accountable to that system. We didn't have a choice. We came over here speaking, a, our ancestors came over here speaking a whole nother language and how we learned English was the way that they presented it to us. Which is why I was telling her how we learned the word nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What you were saying earlier about how uh, poison or no is poison. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we didn't know that nigga was a poisonous word. It was just a word. That's what they called us. We just boom, boom, you know? It just happens. We see it all the time with how Americans treat uh, all immigrants, but specifically Mexicans. They come over here, they don't really know English, <laughs> for real, so they learn English through how we use it. Yes, and it's the same way. And so, you know, we kind of build what we have on our, we make what they give us our own. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. So I just feel like because we done had to go through all this, you create a system based on race to oppress us to have a hierarchy where you will always be the, the highest because you're white. Right. How the hell do I get that burden? Good point. Good point. Good point. But I get, I get what the argument against it is because the relationship and action when it's applied doesn't look the same from when a black person or a white person does you're it. You're right on that. But, but the, the key difference is, is that that white person has way more leverage and mm-hmm. will always have way more leverage yeah. than a black person doing it. It's empty. It's an empty. It's empty air. It's empty air. Anytime a black person do it, it's stupid. Unless they got some sort of power, and even then, that power is shallow. It's I probably, look at it like that too. Yes. When you when you born with y'all being males, I look at it like this. You already got two scratches against y'all. You black, and you and you a man because you got to go into society with already with two scratches. Yeah. So it ain't really easy to get a third one. Yeah. It's really not. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I don't know. Like I always wondered, like why is it like that? Like what would change? What will have to change about it? When will we make that change? Because I think it starts with us too. Yeah, of course it does. That's but, what I'm saying. I think it'll change when we unify. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it gotta be that. past that. It gotta be past. It can't just be when somebody died. And then we, you know, what I'm saying we well, mo- no, we no. join together. Then and then we go our separate ways. I'm, I mean permanently. And yes. I don't mean just as black communities. I think if we could unify. Since we're talking about, we're seeing Mexicans mm-hmm. go through what we went through 200, 300 years ago. Mm-hmm. I think we have to recognize that. I think a lot of people are disillusioned in the fact that, oh, we're black, so we can only look out for blacks. Mm-hmm. I think we have to look out as a minority, period. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're going through the same injustices, we have to call the spade a spade on their side and, and on our side. side. And we have to be open into making a bridge between us. Because like you said, we, we're not in this shit by ourselves. Just like we was talking about with the truth thing. We're not in this as a section of human race. We're in this shit as One. human. Right, right. So as soon as we make this the standard for the human race, I think that's when that will work out. And I think we have to recognize that we're being weaponized against each other as minorities and as men and women now. Yeah. Um, I hate to go into this. This is not how I want to transition into this shit. <laughs> but I, I have to say it now. The Gail King shit. Oh. I feel like she, I feel like her intentions was not to come out that way. I do wholeheartedly believe. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm with you, Lindsay. I'm with you, but I ain't gonna say that. Let me finish. Let me finish. 
I don't think her intention was to have that come out that way. I believe that. You remember when we were first talking? I told you I was talking to Asha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I remember how I said I we had a conversation. I know how it works. Yeah. And it gets skewed. Mm-hmm. It gets skewed, yeah. I think that conversation was a totality of the lifetime. I think the topic was brought up. I heard the full interview. published version of the mm-hmm. interview. And I agree. The questions that were put in that interview, in that positioning, in that timing, did seem like. Why are you bringing this up? Yeah. It was inappropriate. But at the same time, if we're talking about the totality of a person's existence, this did occur. I know it's not something that was true, but this did occur. So I can understand the topic coming up. That's all I'm excusing. Okay. That's all I'm excusing. Okay. What the question she asked? Oh, you about you? Yeah. You deserve to get drugged for that. Yeah. But the topic shouldn't be excused. Yeah. If it comes up, I get it because it need to be brought up, and like Lisa did. It needs to be addressed that this happened and he was wronged as soon as you because you can't dismiss the event yeah. don't dismiss the event because you're minimizing that shit when somebody yeah. white lied on a successful black man and the black man beat it talk about that shit they're not yeah. gonna do. they're not though yeah yeah and that's why i'm against people saying exit that whole conversation no no. Oh, yeah, I, I'm I'm with I'm with you. I wasn't saying answer that whole conversation. I just know that that topic was was uh, Oh, she was trying to get some shit. Yeah, yeah, she, she that was topic was brought up shit. uh specifically for something, you know, malicious. It mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't brought up just so they can visit and and show Kobe's, you know, triumph, you know what I mean? They want that you don't bring mm-hmm. that up, you know, and, yeah, and especially not Gail King cuz usually she she's known that. she's known for she tarnishing black women. men. She's known for that. That's what I mean by weaponized, bro. Yeah, I get what you mean. But I don't get it because you're a black woman. If anything, that's and that's I think that's why the men have the mindset that they have. That's why it's so easy for them to go to a Latino or to a white woman because we're not giving them the necessary love all the time that they deserve. Nah. But I'm all for my black brother. I mean, I ain't knocking no no yeah. other. I don't other get female. I don't get brothers who do that to be honest with you because like I don't either. I don't I don't get I never when understood I ask that. Them, they don't they can't really give me a full answer. I'm going to tell you what my boy says. My boy just recently did a social experiment. He told me he was doing it before he did it. He put the word preference. Yeah, that's what up. And he put Spanish woman, four stars. Black woman, one star. Why she only get said, one? watch what happens. Why she only get got, one? He got, he said preference. He said preference. Pre- preference is subjective. Mm-hmm. I may prefer this water over that Sprite. I'm not belittling the Sprite. I'm not disrespecting but the Sprite. But your mother was an African-American. Your I, mother was a black I, I, woman. I agree with you 100%. But I may just want some water at this time. But all I'm saying is, I understand. I feel like when it's a biracial child, I get that. One of your parents are black and your other parents white. It's still a hard life. I man. get that. But when, when both of your parents are black mm-hmm. and you discredit, like, did you forget your mama was black? It's not even that's my issue with that isn't uh I guess racially, it's culturally. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that's the whole reason why I'm fascinated by mixed people and demographics is because of the cultural differences. Like white culture is different than black culture. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So when you when you think about like how hard it is, like I was telling you how hard that I've been having it within my own marriage, because we got two different kinds of blacks. Right. You got the hood <laughs> kind of black, you got the hood kind of black. And you got the appropriated kind of black. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And 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 the, the culture is so different. Like you get lost in translation a whole lot. You know what I mean? So 
So that is a harder, it's harder to actually date outside of your race. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. People be thinking, you know, people so, per- they perverts, they perverts. <laughs> All they think about is like sexually and you know what I mean? But when you talking about getting a relationship and dating and marriage and stuff like that, it is everything you're giving all of yourself to a person the person giving their entire world to you as well so it's like i i think that that question as far as you know why do black men prefer to date what it's it's i think you can't say that yeah me too that's a question that's invalid it is it isn't black men it's it was my boy deron yeah preference but he got drunk for it i'm like but it's his preference he's not saying one is better than the other. You just yeah. said you just happen to like this one. Well, I wouldn't go say necessarily preference. I was gonna say I feel like those are exceptions. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's an exception for somebody. They're not the general. The general rule is we typically, uh, just as a as a human race, we typically date within our own cultural and social circles. To date outside of your cultural social circle is an exception. So it doesn't speak for the entire group. Exactly. That's what I'm trying exactly. to say. So so saying that black men know those are exceptions. those are exceptions to black men. Mm-hmm. Black men generally, just like every other man, whatever race they come from, date within their own social circles. So somehow these black men who obviously they was raised by two black parents and presumably come in the black community, came up in the black community or what have you, somehow got an opportunity to be a part of a white social circle mm-hmm. or Hispanic social circle, which is not likely to happen here in Mobile because we ain't really diverse like that. <laughs> we ain't got you either black and you white around here. You know what I mean? I've seen a few Koreans. I've seen some I Cambodians. Dated, I dated a Korean actually. Here in Mobile? Yeah. Really? In high school, yeah. You, you went to Murphy? No. Oh, I went to Oh yeah, you want to see Okay, well that makes sense then because a lot of them, yeah, yeah, because a lot of a lot of the uh, don't do that. <laughs> no, a lot of the Asian people in in our area live in that uh, Irvington and they live out there. Yeah, that's what that's what they go. A lot of Vietnamese, Cambodians, all them. That's everyone that I met that were here that have businesses in Mobile. They actually live out but there. But Murphy like that too. You got all different ethnicities that go to Murphy. I yeah, agree. I think it was more spread. I think Murphy was like the poster child of mm-hmm. uh, I agree with integration. That. Yeah. Uh, which is why I respect it. And I mm-hmm. love the campus. I love seeing Murphy. They all right now. In my head, I'm fine. old. Um, I had to say that you did. <laughs> right. I take it. 2005 was a long time ago. Um, but I, I just felt like he was getting drugged, and I'm like, you can't really drag him, man. Like, if, if that's something he liked, that's something he liked. Yeah. He didn't degrade anyone. Yeah. He just put his life. That's yeah. like, do you like me, yes or no? And if they put no, you dragging them for saying no. Yeah. That's, you got some people bad. that will drill drag you because that's, that's rejection to some folks. I agree. That is the problem. Yeah. You can't fault me for what I like. Yeah. And look what I like. I mean, it's none of your business anyway. You know what I mean? Do you like me? You don't? Get out of my face. <laughs> you know, you trying to say, do you like me or that's what you're implying? No, get out of my face then. What are we talking? I just, I just feel like media and everything is weaponizing everything just for the sake of clicks and like cloud and chasing and yeah everyone is cloud chasing of everybody else yeah. though man yeah. like the fuck like some of these yeah. comments like if i feel like some of the shit that we get into it about if we took that same energy and applied to real so shit mm. be surprised what you can so do done mm-hmm. true but i think there's a silver lining in that and i, I recognize that um in my studies what I realize is, is that it's causing us to talk. Mm. And, you know, no matter, even if it's something stupid, 
it raises or, or it forces human intellect mm -hmm. to evolve. I can get with that. We get more interactions. No, it doesn't matter what we're interacting over, but the fact that we get to, you know, have battle of the brains, so to speak, over whatever topic makes us pushes us closer to a true true democracy. Because the only reason why we don't have a true democracy is because people are stupid. I'm being real with you. A lot of stupid people. We got it's too many stupid people. Not if everyone was responsible for their own minds, for their own lives, for the direction of their own future, mm -hmm. then they could adequately represent themselves politically. But they're, they're, we don't have enough of them, so that's we need I, people to represent us. <laughs> I agree. I, that's why I respect people who. This is gonna sound bad. I respect Trump supporters who use logic and have the gall to actually post their response mm -hmm. of why they fuck with Trump. I wholeheartedly appreciate that because it gives me that outlook instead of just blindly hating something. Yeah. Um, gives you the opportunity just, right, to, to put- Right, to see the other yeah. side of that table. Well, not just that, but to put, the, to test their thoughts. Mm -hmm. That's the whole, that's, a, that's a, it's an opportunity to test whether or not your perception is close mm -hmm. To, is, is as close to reality as you think it is. Mm. That's the whole point that I'm trying to make. Like, I, I don't, I mean, it's bad, don't get me wrong. Gotta be able to stand up to scrutiny. Exactly, it, exactly. If it doesn't stand up to scrutiny, it's false. And an intelligent person would leave it behind and find out something that's more right or more concrete. Mm -hmm. So it forces us, we are evolving intellectually as a collective, as human, as a, as a humankind. Which, by, before I forget, you were saying that black people needed to move more towards uh, just a common goal of mm -hmm. minorities. I, I I feel like you know uh, the burden of humanity pushing forward isn't on black people. That is for every human being. I agree. I, so, I, agree. So, I, just, I meant that yeah. from within, like within uh, me oh. being a black man in the black community. Oh, I can try and reach out to my fellow man and explain to them, hey. If we want people to recognize us, we have to recognize them. Yeah, I mean um, that, that's, uh, that's what I meant for. I give uh, you. I, I yeah, because it. you'd be surprised to find out how much you got in common with the next yeah. person. Of course, but Ooh. but we need to find out what we got in common with each other, and that's the argument I'm putting forth with within black people, because we even though we may do that for for Mexicans and they have similar plights or what have you, what they don't have is the same uh, ethnicity problem that we do. Mm -hmm. That's true. They still have a country back in them. And they still have, whenever you see them, they get together, they work hard, they put money together. And they, I literally seen, because I, I used to stay in Barrington Park Apartments, and um, my neighbors were Mexican. And they all lived together. They were... Um, Ayo Chico. Yeah, they were not necessarily blood related, but they would work together and they put their money together to buy a car that they would share. And eventually, they end up getting another car for another. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a bigger community there. They ain't got the kind of divisiveness that we have. And it all started from, of course, slavery time when um, they would separate our families. So the idea of unity, it has been foreign to us for centuries. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because, look, a Mobile, Alabama nigga is different than a New York one. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Much. So, 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 like that's that's almost like a, a, a cultural leap. So, I, like that's a whole different culture. They talk different. They got different slang, different linguistics. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we have to try to pull what we got together. West Side versus East Side. West Side ain't black folks ain't like East Side black folks. 
So it's a lot of stuff within our own culture here that we all share as Americans that we need to patch together. That's all I'm saying. Now, that's what you're talking about as far as like for the, for the human race, that's a bigger, yeah. that's something larger. That's, that's the overall the goal. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Down, that's down the line. That's the overall goal. But, but our immediate goal is for us to, to dab along with us. You know what I mean? I get uh, reprimanded in my household a lot of times because sometimes I use uh, slang words instead of, you know, the correct word. The correct word or what have you. And my wife would be like, that's not how that's said. Like, uh, we had a conversation, we have an argument over uh, somebody named, named Diana. But I know people in my family be like, Dana? <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, and so uh, I hated to get deep on it like that, but she was just like, I think that's, that's it's not the correct way to say it. You're right. And I feel like that's what's so fascinating about it is that black people have always been able to take something and make it their own. Uniquely. And not only make it their own, but make it to the point to where even the people who created it is like, hey, I want to hey. be a part of that. Hey, I think that's cool the way you said that word. I think it's cool the way you're wearing your clothes. You know what I'm saying? We wore the yeah. same clothes. We got the same thought. I just, I just put it on a little different. Put a little sag on a little, little drip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we got the drip. same thing. We took their culture and we made something. Flipped it. We flipped it and we made something beautiful out of it. So I'm not going to look at it from a negative, use any kind of negative connotations associated with it because I see the innovation. Yeah. I see the ingenuity in our ability to to take anything and make it cool, or pimp, or whatever, country swag, however you want to put it, man, we got it. In fact, that word has changed. What? The word for cool. We can change that word like every, I say about four or five years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I remember when the word was trill. Yeah. Like, and then before that, it was like, what was it? Trill. Uh, Damn, what did we used to say like over the last years? Like just the fact that that word associated with cool, like even being clean, like it used to be clean, being fresh, yeah, not yeah, yeah. drip. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. fact that it still evolves, yeah. Yep, when we, we got that, we got the ability. No one else seems to be displaying it the way that we do. And so, you know, um, I was actually trying to write a poem about that title, you know, N-I-G-G-A, because uh, I feel like that part of our culture uh, being pushed aside and, you know, hidden from the public. We try to push that down. Like, there's a difference between black folk and niggas. Bro, that's our problem. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of black folks that don't. Yeah. Like, one of my coworkers just, I hate to say it, but she's a, she's an older person. So I, I, it, I almost feel like it's, it's more challenging trying to get you to understand where I'm trying to, you know what I mean? What I'm trying to cross over to you because you are already in your mindset, you have what you want to believe on it and those are your thoughts. So it's like silly me for thinking that I can actually. Of course. That was raised up in an area, uh, in an era where it was like, don't survival. you make yeah, white folks uncomfortable now bad things happen. Yeah, cause, but she, it ain't even that. She just be like, don't use that word. Don't use that word on me because I'm not that. Yeah. And I be like. Because yeah. of the association. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know it's a negative connotation, so I, that's I why. That's why she be like, don't don't do that. Do you know what? Do you know what my people had to go through? I say, you say yeah. that like my folks gonna have to go through that too. Yeah. I mean, I'm right. I'm I'm with you. I get it. Yeah. It's that is called trauma. That is when <laughs> yeah. something has occurred and it's left left a lasting imprint on it. That and you you're poking that that sore, that sore spot. Yeah. yeah you are poking it. Yeah. And you letting her know like I'm poking it to let you know you ain't by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's mm -hmm. making her uncomfortable. Yeah. Because yeah. when you have that pillar. Yep. <laughs> that's built 
to yeah. protect this ideal that I'm alone in this and these young folks don't get what the fuck yeah. I went through. That pillar is the why. Mm-hmm. You create that pillar to make a, make a reasons of why you in this situation. Mm-hmm. And as long as that why ain't tampered with, <laughs> this is why I'm hurt. It's good. It's good. But as soon as somebody start pulling that thing apart, like, hold on, that's not true. Wait that's not die. true. That's yeah. not true. Wait a minute. Hold up now. Yeah. Don't you mess with my reality. Right. I made this so I can stay sane. I don't want to deal with that pain. That's why I hate the words. I hate these two words. My truth. Because that is the personification of a lie. Period. Because you're making it conditional because you're putting yourself in it. Mm. And you can be wrong. You are not absolute. Yeah. So, man. None nah. of us are. Yeah. We was we was on some deep shit earlier. Like we we've been talking like. I see. Yeah, we yeah. was in it. we was in the bag for a minute. Yeah, for for a long time. But I do I do have to I do have to hold Gail responsible. I have to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're 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 Oprah's friend. For come come on, Oprah your best, one of your best. So you want to tell me you didn't right, you didn't have Oprah this too. conversation with her? I feel like I feel like um in the same sense I don't I don't think that Oprah would be totally against that. You understand? No, I feel no, 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 for real though, for real though. Me no, no, for real though. <laughs> They've been friends for years, and like it's like we know, Gail is not shy. Like I was not surprised when this got publicized that that question came up from her. Yeah. They didn't blow me at it's all because exactly, it's not her first time being in a position like this, and Oprah knows her friend. <laughs> you, you know get what I'm saying? No so, so I, I feel, that's I a feel good like thing to a certain time, extent. That's a bad thing. I feel like it's to a certain extent that maybe Oprah shares the same sentiments. Mm-hmm. Thank you. She says that's the same why I don't sentiments. Feel like Oprah's the spokesperson. No, she's people. not because because there's been times where Oprah I hate has. That shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, try to feel like that. I hate that too because Oprah has been against us numerous times. Yeah, and I have been. not forgot. I have is, not forgot about it. Is ain't no have been. She she teed the title. She teed the title. She Pick and choose. Depending on what season it is. Depending on, on what's going on. Oh, I need O W N to pop off. Let me go holler at my black people and put something in motion. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Exactly. Let me talk about the black church in Greenleaf a little bit because mm-hmm. I know everybody got church hurt. Yeah. So she she's she's a businesswoman. Yeah, yeah. She's very political. She knows she yeah. knows how she to knows it, make friends with her enemies. She's mm-hmm. an emotion monger. She she can benefit off the emotions of people. Just look at that. Look at when she had the Oprah Winfrey show. How many black people were in that audience? Not many. I don't remember seeing Oprah's anything. book club was white women. Mm-hmm. She went from talking about social issues to let me appease to these white people because these white people got the money. That's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. I'll never take away her stamp in history, but I feel like when the color of her money changed, she changed. But that's all across the board. Though. I agree. Every, any Name any celebrity, and I promise you, if you, a rapper, singer, mm-hmm. whatever, they'll say, 100%. my audience changed. You start mm-hmm. looking out, and they'll, instead of seeing black faces, they see a whole bunch of white faces. And when the white faces came, the green faces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, so, and so you'll start seeing artists change their dynamics mm-hmm. a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, Let I, me know if y'all get cold, too, by the way. No, nah, that's cool. But, but yeah, like, I, I really, I'm not surprised by none of this. And mm-hmm. I don't expect anything great to come from Oprah at all. 
in, in this situation. I don't think that we're going to hear anything that's going to assuage the situation whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to stay the fuck out of it. She's going to stay out of it just to keep her image, you know what I'm saying, from dwindling. Because cause her name even being put up in it, just bring it back more like black people remember. Mm -hmm. <laughs> remember you, Oprah. Mm -hmm. Remember your cool ass. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 If anything, Oprah probably mad at her friend. Like, what you do? I just got out. I just got out. Now they back on my back. <laughs> they remember again, damn. <laughs> you ain't gonna forget that though. Yeah. Because I, I remember Oprah back in the day, bro. Like, when I was like four or five, first off, I remember Oprah because it used to come on after my cartoons. But I remember black faces, and my mom makes me watch certain topics. Mm -hmm. I remember that episode where she brought that white lady who studies racism. She's like a professor in racism and um, the institutionalized part of it. And they divided up the actual audience by eye color. You talking about that white lady? Yes. Yeah, I know you talking about that little smile. She's still alive? Yes, she's still alive. I know. She, she's still, Boy, she young, still bro. kicking. Bruh, she's still <laughs> kicking the stern shit, bro. But that episode. By the eye color, though? Yes, man. I will send you the clip of it. It will I've fuck you it. up. I've how people it. will believe they are superior. Even black people fed into it. Well, that's like Salam gave me something to look at where I was like. I don't know, we was talking about racism and, you know, slavery and us still being in the mindset of slavery. And I was like, ooh, I don't think I should have looked at this because it kind of had me like, Still but that was you. a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, mentally. I just, I have to gather my thoughts when you watch stuff like that because you'd be like, hmm. Right, I, I feel like the transition was easier um, for me and you because we went to black schools first. Mm -hmm. And then we went to white schools. I graduated from Sassoon. So the black schools I went to, <laughs> I went to Mertz, you know what I mean? I went to Morningside. I went to Pillins, you feel me? And then all of a sudden I just went to Sassoon. <coughs> right. So I got exposed, I got a culture shock because a lot of the, 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 the way, just the politics that we had within our culture at the schools, like it was just kind of like kill to be killed, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So somebody bump into you, you got a squad right there. Or else you you gonna be tested for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you bump into somebody at Satsuma, excuse me, I'm sorry. That's a whole different culture, bro. That's all and they and they, and they actually judged each other, they actually judged each other based off what their parents did. Yeah, and I was not used that. to that. I when I found out white people didn't like white people based on their money, yeah, that fucked my world was turned <laughs> upside down. I thought Me white too. people were just together. Me nope. too. Me they too. Money is together. Yup. Mm. Yup. I heard a white person call somebody a poor ass white cracker. I was like, man, you said that? bro. I was I was in court. She 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 said this all the time. I ain't gonna say her name. When I was in court and as a uh, city defender. And um, she's like the worst defender. <laughs> but we was walking in the court, and um, and she was like, "Look at these poor white trash on top of these fucking people." And I'm just thinking to myself, "You're gonna represent them, right? How the hell you can say that? You're about to represent them." So it's like, you know, uh, I, I had got, I don't know, conditioned to, to, uh, to be like, know how to be a part of that world. Just by you know going to Satsuma or what have you, and I got perspective because of that. And a lot of black people, you know, don't have that perspective. So whenever they see stuff, content like what 
salam trying to introduce you to, it's it's more troubling than it needs to be. But if you see both sides and you see the disparities, you see how they got it way better than we got it. You can kind of see like why we got all this toxicity in our communities, why we got all these trouble in our communities, why we got these behavioral and mental health issues in our community and we don't share the same thing because they getting something different than we have. That's the reason why. I mean, I feel like it, sh- it needs to wake you up. <laughs> yeah. It needs to make you be like, whoa, oh my God. <laughs> you don't realize, I didn't realize I was poor, bro, until I got to like middle school. Mm. And that's when I went from, because when you're around all black people, race isn't really an a, issue. Yeah, it's not an issue. yeah. We it's don't even problem. talk like that. It ain't an issue. That's not the kind of stuff we talk in our household. We talk about Tyler Perry and laughing and stuff. We. You know what I'm saying? We talk about Kiki. Right. Do you, you love, love me? me? Right. You know what I'm saying? Riding? We don't talk about stuff in, in a typical white house, white house, uh, white household. Politics are a part of their culture. What's crazy? <laughs> I say white household. I my have... bad. I, I mean white households. <laughs> my bad. That's, hey. But that's the difference between us. When I when you look at things and you say white people, black people. Take for example, you have kids. Mm-hmm. You don't have any. Okay. Do you feel like? White people are always a step ahead of the game. So when they when I say they're a step ahead of the game, we look at it as, oh, I'm going to get this for my baby. I'm going to get this, this, this. We're going to go to Kiki Baby Shower and everything. Okay. White people, on the other hand, they not already made sure whatever child it is, whether boy or girl, they took care of tuition already. We don't prepare for that. Well, they got their money together. They but even if we had, some of us still wouldn't do it, I don't feel like. That's true. Because your priorities is not in check. Uh, yeah, yes, so, you're right. You understand. Let's talk about that so, shit. one yeah. of my friends, one of my friends, no, seriously, me and one of my friends, we, we discuss everything. Like, that's what I love about having friends. Like, when I can literally talk, talk about any and everything, and you ain't going to judge me, in the, you know what I'm saying, for discussing it. So, when she said, I was like, Q, you really? You really think so? She was like, yeah. And I was, she was like, think about it. White woman, scenario A. Mom, I'm not feeling well. You think you could take me to the doctor? My throat's hurt. Sure, sugar, I'll take you. We're going to go, da, da, da. Let, me, let me call doctor such and such to make sure I can get you an appointment. That is fucking funny. B, black woman. Hey, mom, can you take me to the hospital? Hell no, nah, fuck no, nah, I ain't missing motherfucking work for you. Shit, you better figure out. You go go take you something in there and, and get it in there. You be like. That is real. Yeah, her grandmama would be like, well, you know what? All you need is some castor oil, right. some rubber tussin, You want to give soup. me remedies instead of <laughs> taking me to the doctor. And I then you still mad at me, though, because I made you miss work. So I'm like, who the fuck plans to get sick? And that- that Those are the things that I look at. Generational yeah. curses is right. Yeah, finances is, is yeah. a big generational curse because it causes that belligerent. I don't know where this fussing belligerent thing started. I understand it's from frustration, but that right there, I'm gonna say, is probably my priority because I have a very belligerent mother. Even mm-hmm. when she means well, she talks down to you to get a point across. Yeah, I made that a point. Because I saw myself doing this mm. while being the head of certain groups. I would talk down to people and hated myself for it. So I'm making it a point to address that, to heal that. And I, I feel like we talk about generational curses like I did a piece they're Carter superstitious too. or, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like real. they are very much real. Yeah. You being you is not an excuse anymore. If you are going to have the responsibility of bringing a kid in here, 
you need to heal so your kids don't have to go to therapy. Yeah. And that is something that is concurrent through my family. Like, they just feel like they have to talk down or make you feel like a burden. I'm a child. Yeah. You are my superhero. Yeah. I, I am you. I'm your fruit. I'm hanging from you. So if I'm sick, don't make me an inconvenience. One, I didn't ask to be here. It should here. be a priority, not an inconvenience. It should be a priority. Bro, that is something I struggled with with my parent for the longest. I just felt like an accessory. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, crazy. Even He's when saying we it. Had groceries and stuff. And I would mention that she would make me feel like not having food was a problem I created. And it's not, I think, I don't, I try not to look at it as something they do intentionally. I, it's more so because it's the norm because that's what they're accustomed to. So exactly. There you go. Poison is a noise poison. And I noted the fact that you made sure that the S was absent in the word parent. <laughs> <laughs> parent. Yeah. Parent. Because yeah. that'll be point B. Yeah. No, but but it's, it's stuff like that. Like you got, I'm, I'm pretty sure you take, for example, a white kid can go to school. Their parent don't mind paying for tuition. You know what I'm saying? They it's can a, still it's a stay, part of their budget. They can still yeah, stay in the household with. Yeah. They don't have to work versus somebody on on B Island where you black. You got to work. Uh, Your mama not finna. I'm going to tell you something. You better get along because mama ain't finna. She ain't, really got that kind of like, she ain't got that kind of money to call for for you. I really feel like that's something that's just dealing with people with money. Like, because I know white people who, who are the same way with that. And I'm, I'm saying because my mom's best friend. People um, say, for the, for the few that's like that, majority is not like that. Well, I say this. I say this. Uh, there's obviously a reason why the term white trash exists. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because there's a hierarchy even within white culture. Class. That's yeah, a class. You are right. So uh, I've seen the same kind of, I think it's a, more of a culture of poverty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I've seen the same linguistics happen between um, my mama's friend and her kids. You know what I mean? Like she would talk to her kids the same way my mama talked to us, the same belligerent way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's associated with that. But if we looking at, I'm looking at it like uh, as as a bigger umbrella, looking at it from a cultural standpoint. Culturally, uh, white people have a whole lot more accessible to them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot more that uh, that they can do, a lot more that they can be a part of. You know what I mean? That we can't. Even if we had it together, <laughs> even if you did have a, a black parent who, who crossed all these, you know, the yeah, all these docs and all this, uh, hit all, yeah, 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 had the money, did everything, uh, child gets sick, it's a priority, my child is sick, you know what I'm saying, if you had a black person that did all this, you release that child into the world, they are going to be subjected to the same circumstances as any other black child in America. That's the difference I'm talking about. And you don't see that unless you get a view of those disparities coming from the world of being in the hood and going into the world with, with a white folks. So, uh, honestly, in comparison, living an opulent, opulent lifestyle in comparison to where I came from. You know what I mean? I thought of like, their lifestyle was locked in. They complained about it. Nigga. <laughs> they complained about it. I'm just like, hold on, your daddy here? Nigga. <laughs> your daddy here? Yeah, my dad, he's supposed to take me hunting, but he, he, he talking some. He ain't bought a rifle yet. Blah blah blah. blah. I'm like, you went hunting with your dad. Quality time. Quality time. 
Hold up, your, your dad is over, he's beating himself up because he didn't do something for you and you're beating him down for it? What? You get to talk back. You get to talk, oh my God, where is this? Mama, I'm gonna, I learned this at, mm, oh. All right. Concussion. Right, right, right. Don't sleep it off. Don't sleep it off. Oh my God. Man, so the differences are, are there and I don't think it's actually clear until you take, just like we was talking about earlier um, about how just no matter what the topic is, just talking about stuff. Yeah, we don't. We don't have. Intellect. We as African Americans, we don't have enough open dialect. I feel like. Of with, course. With one another, not, not like not like we should. No, of course not. And honestly, the the picture for me, uh, even though I went to Sassuma, it really wasn't that clear until I lived in D.C. When I was in D.C., you got a vast difference. Man, I, there's a super vast difference. Like a lot of the stuff that I would think it would take years. For me to get, they casually just did like we just got to do boom, 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 like just house, yeah. just car, just it just has. You know what I mean? Like things that are just like the necessities of life. It's just for us, for the culture where we come from here, where I come from. I think the mindset is different, completely different. Of course it is. Oh, yeah. Of course it is because the stuff that they thought of is just like you know, like peppermint. They thought about, they thought about you know getting a house and a car and paying rent and shit like peppermints. <laughs> like it's just a peppermint. It's just a pity. You know what I mean? Where I come from, it's just like, it's I don't like know that. if I ever get a house or ever get a car. We we got to wait till tax season like, to come again. So we, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying, though. Like, and that's, that's the crazy part, because you, I don't know. The world we live in is so crazy. You tell the child, oh, you 18, you grown. You get out of my house. But I'm Bro. really not grown yet, because it's still so much I have to what learn. talking about how you grown. Hey, even, I ain't even, even on my own. How the hell I'm grown? Bro, even even like when I be seeing like older men dating younger, younger girls, like twenty one years old, I'm like, she's still a child, bro. She has been dependent for twenty years of her life. So oh, so shit. so for one year, she's on her own. For one year, she's on her own, or what have you. She's still a child, bro. <laughs> it, it takes decades to become an adult. I agree with that shit right there. You get what I'm saying? I'm about to be thirty next next month. You know what I'm saying, and Excuse me. you know my my life is sh- different. Shit different. <laughs> shit is shit is a whole lot different. Can you guys wait? And let me get there. Like I'm yeah, here. <laughs> I've been here two years. I'm a third. Shit, mm-hmm. shit changes. It changes, man. Your body works. You know, your mm-hmm. body starts to work differently. Mm-hmm. You're not able to do some of the same shit you used to, and that's just physically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mentally, your tolerance goes from up here to so there. What? Ain't got time for it. Like you will see shit. Or coming, and you, and like, you will cut shit off, mm-hmm. and it will seem like the hardest thing to other people. And your id gap, I don't give a fuck factor, is the uh the lowest. I'm people will think you're being cold hearted, but all you're doing is you just realize my sanity is everything because only I live with me. I don't even say that. I always tell people if I change, you gotta think. People don't think. People are so quick to say you change. Not to think, well, what cha- what made that person what change? Argue? Like, yeah. what, 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 what made that person? Outside stimuli mm-hmm. does everything. Yeah. Outside stimuli. A leaf doesn't just decay. Right. Die. It detaches from a tree. Right. It doesn't get water. The sun hits <laughs> it. It dries up. It crumples. A nigga steps on it, and it's gone. Mm. Everybody just says it's not what it was anymore. Mm-hmm. It's responsibility and maturity. When people yeah. say that shit, it's just you're here and there. Not quite there. They're not quite there yet. Don't make me I'm feel bad because you're not about, quite there, though. 
Me neither, bro. That shit turned on, and I was like, oh, this is what it's like. Bro, bro, because you ain't got time for it, bro. Like, it's like the older you get, the more limited your time. Mm-hmm. So when you, I'm not the same. I don't worry about the same stuff that I was worried I about when I was 21. Mm-hmm. I don't care, bro. Like I ain't got time for it. I need. Remember, the, you used to iron your clothes everywhere you used to go. Man, oh, I still do that. I, I still do That'll that. Change. Well, you well, go to, you'll find that one place where you just like I'm gonna throw the shit. They ain't gonna change. Of course, I mean I do that. I'm not saying I'm oh, okay. I'm guilty. I, I, I do it by myself. No, you're not by yourself at all. I'm not saying it, but but I'm saying I still pull out the iron every night, especially for the job. You know, oh, that's I mean? different. Yeah, that's it's different. different. Yeah, you're right. You just different. different. But if you just go in any old well, then if you're gonna go to the, the car wash and come back. Yeah, hey, cut it out. Nobody finna get. Who am I showing out for? You know, you know what? I've been driving. I feel like that mentality expands. I feel here's a, here's a thing. Here's a, here's, a, here's a good example. I've been driving my uh, my best friend's car. He's a truck driver, and he drives like a Charger with some rims on it. It look it look real nice, and you know it's it's a car that helps me get back and forth to work until you know I get my own vehicle or what have you. And every time somebody see me pull up in, and they be like, "Man, that car! I wish I had that." And I be looking to them like, yeah. "Why, nigga? Who cares? It's, you know what I mean? I don't care about." Image of how you know, I wish I could just pull up in that. Why? It's, it's Why do I? Wheels in a gas tank. Exactly, bro. I don't care about what people think. <laughs> That's literally the way. I like, think. like it was one dude I was working with. He was he was telling me how how proud he was because of the car and shit. And I was just like, nigga, this ain't my car. Right. <laughs> look, and, and look, he was like, and he was like taking the back, like he didn't expect me. Like, well, I'm like why, would, why would you? You didn't even have to tell me that information. I'm like, what? Because I want you to shut the hell up. Nigga, it know. doesn't matter. That's, it's the truth. That's that's the power of truth shattering your whole bro. Perception of yes, truth. exactly, bro. Reality is, I'm grinding like you are. Mm. I just got, I just got a little, little. I got friends. I got friends, and they help me out. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, that's all it is. That's 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 the goal. When you get to this age, what what, what matters the most is credibility. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I need people and things that I can depend on. I need security. I don't need something that's fleeting. Agreed. Ooh, I love that word. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? I love that word. Like like imagery, you know, people's perception of you, it changes. You know why? Because trends change. Exactly. That car is cool now. And ten years later. Bro, less than ten years later. Five years later. Years later. Exactly. Niggas fighting and killing each other over shoes and clothes. Guess what? A new trend gonna happen. A new <laughs> a new style gonna happen. And guess what? It's gonna be whack to where the clothes you killing each other over. Don't even matter no more. Nah, he dead over some old shit because you wanted to be fresh in the moment. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just like like I don't care for superficial stuff like that. I, I'd rather be me because I'm the only thing that it will be constant until my death. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews. The hottest beat coming through, dropping knowledge on all of you. Get a pick up the front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keeping it real and stay solid just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they're getting closer. Moreover, success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like bulges. I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll. Well, we'll be on a whole different we like to ride slow and keep our windows spinning so you really can see us like Stevie Wonder waking up with his eyes closed. Yeah, got the kind of flow that rock the 
some rope. Matter of fact, better grab some hope while you at it. We keep it live, it's time to tune in. Turn up the sound on what you're using. It goes so hard, I think it's bruising. The show is 2020, no need to zoom in. Yeah. Period. So, and, but but it eliminates that time because you get the people who follow you. When you Agreed. real, when you being real, I, I, was, I was talking to my brother about this the other day. I said, um, I got the help I needed because I was honest about my situation. You never know who's capable of doing something for, for you, you. Mm -hmm. but if you keep acting like you got it all together, or you yeah. got it, you got it. You don't need my help. Yeah. And you can Man. that person. That person could be a billionaire. That person can yes. be the person, the thing that you need in your life to help you get out of the situation and you, you don't in. Walk on but you too busy trying to hold it all together and act and act like you 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 Mr. or Mrs. Perfect I and so. But what you need is each other. What we need, relationships are the greatest wealth. It's that vulnerability that establish a true relationship to be honest with you because when i see you at your barest form outside like we say the bravado the bullshit yeah that is the true you mm -hmm. and when you see the truth in person you relate to it i don't give a fuck who it is if you were a good guy or a good woman excuse me price tag don't matter it don't that's why that whole and not transition i'm just saying that whole argument of uh if a woman makes more than a man she can't be with him, or if a man makes more money than a woman, subservience and shit, I don't give a fuck about any of that. Me neither. I'm being completely real. I could be perfectly cool being a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> I'm just being real. I don't even yeah. mean that from a point of being lazy. If we mm -hmm. successful, That's and you What you happy, mean? Trust me, I was a stay-at-home dad That shit still work, though. Bro. You still got to do work. Let me tell you, it is That's the hardest job in America or on the planet. The hardest job on the planet is being a parent. I believe that. <laughs> Period, bro. That's the hardest job ever because you don't get breaks. The only breaks you get is nap time and bedtime. And by then, you two got damn tired. You hadn't did anything for yourself. Mm -hmm. Your entire life revolves around people who are... A black woman snapping somewhere. Right bro, bro, you don't get time to do anything. You don't get time well, to dream, to hope. <laughs> it's refreshing to hear him say it, but majority of women do take yes. that burden. They really yeah, do take that burden. Majority of women do. And you know what? I've watched my grandmother, I watched my auntie, I watched my, well, I watched my mother and my mother's friends and stuff. I watched them go through it alone mm -hmm. for, for a while, dealing with men's ego. And so much so, and they were so bitter, they were so bitter that they would tell me that I probably ain't gonna be shit when I grow up because I'm a man too. Mm -hmm. And you know what, that stuck with me and it, and it made me, like it was just an imperative, it was imperative for me to, to be a better man. You know what I mean? Like, I have to be better than whoever came before. Like, I'm not going to be, you know, my father. I'm not going to be like this, even though my father's a cool dude. But, <laughs> for real though, no, no, Sad no. Sad boy, he's a cool dude. Yeah, my, my, my dad. You're that You're that yeah, my dad, my dad is, is pretty cool or what have you. But I'm, I'm um, Daryl Johnson 5.0. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm way better. I'm built, you know what I mean? So, I just feel, I feel like parenthood is just... Horrible. I agree. It is such a job. It's such a responsibility. It's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? That you get to see, you know, children grow and learn and they're cute and blah, blah, blah. That shit get old after the first week of them coming home from the hospital. <laughs> Trust me. You don't get no sleep. <laughs> sleep is your best friend when you're a parent, bro. Sleep. Sleep. Can I have some sleep, sir? <laughs> Just an hour or two. Not much. 
My wife last night, I mean yesterday, uh, we had an all day because yesterday, like birthdays go back to fact. Uh, Dominique's birthday was a sixth Thursday. My mother-in-law's birthday was Friday. My nephew's birthday was Friday. And then Kenya's birthday is uh, on the sixth. Uh, I mean, on the eighth. Uh, this this yeah, yesterday was her birthday. Mm. My wife was so tired. She set an alarm clock for eight minutes just so she can get eight minutes of rest. Bro, look. So yeah, I was just on going, 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 yes. going, going, going. Yes, parent. That's why it's so hard to juggle so much to have something personal because that's. It literally takes so it much all energy the way from you. just to keep another human, a little human being's world together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It takes so much, and and you know what? And I can I can see now why you know the kind of person that my mother was, the kind of person that the people that came before me. I see why they were so belligerent. Mm-hmm. They didn't have my mom was young when she had me. You know what I mean? She didn't have that character. Yeah, she didn't have that character to deal with her own emotions. So I end up getting the back end, just like you got the back end. And how is just typically the way of African-American culture now? Because we end up having kids. It's kind of typical for us to have kids before we're ready. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about age. I'm talking about financially. Oh, that's why I'm at. You know mentally. what I mean? Yeah, and mentally. I'm, I'm not there. That's you can't even love or take care of yourself. That, so how you can can't you even get love it? or take care of yourself. So why how you going to take a child? Exactly. I'm not where I need to be. Exactly. My, me and my friend were talking about that the other day. She was like, Kim, you want some kids? I said, yeah. That's not in my forecast. Right, right, bro. I it's can't, I'm it's like Miami weather. Right now, you talking about rain. Bruh. I'm looking at the sun beaming the palm trees. Yeah, no. Not right now. I yeah. feel like with kids, if kids were a course, if kids were a goal, I'm mentally a fifth grader and kids are 12th grade. That's where I'm at yeah. as far as kids go. Yep. And I need women to understand that. Yeah. I need but how you saying? How you I can hear the please in it. I but how you saying that? Understand. I feel like that too because I'm like, we we said we want we want kids and granted that. I want them, but do we oftentimes think about everything that's entitled that comes along with that child? I don't think they do. Like this one does. This one does. This one does because I'm like, okay, like I bought up the tuition thing. I think about that. I think about and people go well. I know us as black people, we we don't think about the tuition, but I bet your baby got the new joints. I bet your baby got oh, the new I phone parts. I bet your baby got the new this, new that. And the money that you bought with that, <laughs> the <laughs> money that you bought with that, that could have been in a college fund somewhere. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think about it, and yeah. I, I look at my niece and nephews and I go, I'm thinking yeah. about your future, man, because you're not gonna be a child forever. That too. I tell my wife this all the time. I said I'm raising women. I'm not raising little girls. Right. They're little girls now, but they're gonna be women. And that's and what so, I tell my parents. I'm going. I strive to be better parents. There's no yeah. disrespect to y'all, but I just have to be. Yeah. I have to make sure that my children has everything they need. And because I feel like I think when I seen the movie The Hate You Give, and I was mm-hmm. looking at. But I, what I loved about that is how that man wasn't afraid to talk to his kids and let them know the way this world is designed because it's not all roses as, as yeah, we like to, as we like to put it. So, I mean, yeah. it's good to be open and honest with your kids so that way they're not like, oh, my mom, you said no. No, no. Guidance is key, man. Exactly. That's, that is I, my goal. A little is, me? Yeah. Running out there? No. <laughs> no, bro. I feel like I feel like people, you know, 
people are the protagonists of their own story. Agreed. So, so when you have kids, your role changes to supporting characters. Exactly. And, and is everybody is. okay with that though? That is crazy. Everybody I, not okay no, with that though? No, not, not everybody. Not no, everybody. That's my point. That's not my everybody. point. That's what I neglect from That's, yeah, that's my point. Yeah. Uh, and that's the reason why I don't have them because I ain't ready. <laughs> I ain't, I love that I ain't afraid, but I'm not afraid that's, to say. That's fine. I'm selfish. Um, that, that's I'm true. thinking about me. I'm trying to get me me. So if I could be a better me, I could be better for you. Yeah, and if I'm not there, right. And if I'm not there, that's just an intelligent I don't feel like I need to be trying to think about no kid. And, and every also, time I say that, it's like almost eight billion people on the planet. I don't think we need to keep I think we can hold off on the world. Right. We, can, we, can, yeah, we can we can hold off right. on procreating as a human species. I'm we just straight. talking about we straight. <laughs> if you want a kid, you feel like you down, right. just adopt. Because there's a lot of people who I don't have. And love. I feel like that too. Like it's so many kids that I, that's out there that needs it. But I'm like, why nobody ever thinks about that? Like that's got to be the why last is, resort. Why is there a negative stigma on adopting? I don't understand why. I don't, I don't know, but I tell you why. Because that same friend I was having, that conversation about, we you know, the blacks and the white. <laughs> um, she, she's a social work. Oh, I would love to pick up her. So a social work major, well, she she graduated in July. But shout a social work, huh? Shout out to you. Quitter, oh, Quetta, shout out to you. Quetta. But right. um, a social work major, because she was like, Kenda, because we always discussed that. I was like. I, I'm, I'm big on it. I was like, I want to adopt a kid. And she was like, no, you don't. She was like, what if that kid, you adopt that kid, and that kid be every fucking thing you can imagine except for what you want it to be. Yeah. And I was like. It's going to happen either way. Whether yeah. it's right. Sure. That's what I said. She was like, yeah. but she just gave me a whole bunch. One thing I hate about social work majors, I ain't going to say I hate. They have, their mind is so Acid. They have so many different scenarios that's thrown at you. So you're like, wait a minute, and then you throw another one at me. And I'm like, wait a minute, I ain't even digested that one. Wait, 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 wait. Because of experience. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think the mindset different, but it don't change my mind because if I really, really want to adopt them, I am. I feel like you should I want adopt. To adopt. I feel like yeah, it's too many children out here that that need help mm-hmm. that can't get it yet. Yeah. And what what what? what, what? You know, people that stipulation on. What what is blood? What is blood? I I don't know, cause I got some more. I got friends that are more loyal than my own blood. So, bro, (laughs) bro, friends raise me. I I got so many surrogate moms. (laughs) I know I do. I got. I got like. I know I do. I got like. I I had like uh, three surrogate moms after my mom denied me. I don't mom didn't want me no more. I had uh, my best friend's mom. Uh, my ex stepmama. <laughs> ex stepmama. Yeah, cause she ain't stepmama no more. And um, <laughs> I, I had. <laughs> and I'm I had sorry, my grandma. <laughs> I had my grandmama, man. And they, they really. Shout out to motherfucking grandmamas. Please, man. bro. Jesus Christ. Please. My dear, I miss you. Man. <laughs> One time, I who didn't take shit. Now, my dear, I see where the belligerent stuff came from. Mm-hmm. But she would be belligerent on the bullshit. And I think yeah. that's where my mom missed it. Mm. <laughs> I think that's what she missed. I think that's where it went over her head. Mm. Yeah. She would she would call a spade a spade to you if you brought the bullshit to the public. Yeah. If you're gonna add out this bullshit, all right, I'm gonna challenge it. Like we were talking about. Yeah. That's what she would do. That's why yeah. I missed her so much. I only had her for ten years of my life. Mm. But I appreciated it because that more when my mom would get, be though. on a tangent mm-hmm. and Muddy was right there, she'd be like Hold up. Nah. He ain't gonna do that. 
So you got 10. I ain't she, getting she any done, She done overridden, overridden a bunch of whoopings I was supposed to get because of some shit that wasn't right. Yeah. She was like, you're not going to whoop him over some shit he did because of you. Right. And that, I was like, so I'm not crazy. <laughs> so I'm not crazy. <laughs> so I'm to get crazy. somebody who to validate you to make you feel like. You're not crazy. It's, it's refreshing. It's important. Hit what he said. Important. Not refreshing. <laughs> no, it's important. Like it is. refreshing is like ah sprite. No, <laughs> no. And, and important is like I need this You're sustenance right. to right. survive. Because right. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm like, is this how it's gonna be? Is this how it's gonna be? Because that's what you are. You're but I only learn. said refreshing because it's not everyday people are able oh. to identify with that. Oh. And that's but, why. But, I said it, that. but it needs to be something that is an everyday thing. Like you agreed. Need, and I, you know, I had this like I keep bringing up my wife. I keep having this conversation with my wife about how she needs friends too. Because I get, you know, she gets mad at me because I talk to my friends sometimes. Oh, yeah, you can. Well, not not specifically all my friends. Only mm-hmm. particular people who I know who's yeah. like there for our marriage. Right. You know what I mean? Like my brother, my father, and my best friend. So no matter how angry I, if I vent and I'm just like, oh, I can't stand this bitch, I hate her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They they just like, all right, hear you. Boom, back back to the job, mm-hmm. back to the job at hand. And I feel like if I didn't have that, I would have been in just, you know what I'm saying, Control been in the sign of papers. You know what I'm saying? I would have been I would have been turned to Ursha. You know what I'm saying? So so it's like she just didn't know. She don't understand how because she don't really have friends like that. And I'd be like, man, just make a friend. Just come on. That is so hard. But that you can't. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. That She got friends. Here's the thing, though. Dominique got friends. She has friends. She just don't always communicate with. She don't. Yeah, she don't like. Yeah, she has barriers. Like Mm -hmm. she has barriers. I'm like that because there's certain things that I'm gonna discuss with you, but there are certain things I'm not, and there are certain things we're gonna discuss with you. I get that. I get that. But when you got friends who've been there like some day ones, like there's no reason why you You shouldn't go there with a day one. You feel what I'm saying? Like you should just be able to go they there. Tell you exactly what you don't want to hear. Exactly. You don't exactly. You don't need no yes, it's, man. But it's always yeah. I, okay. I'm never mad at somebody telling me about me, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not what you say; it's how you say it. So I can hear what you're saying. If we supposed to be day ones, and and I feel like sometimes okay, you're in your own like way. You get in, you get in your own way when you think like that, though. No, because like. I feel like I it's certain, it's certain, say. it's certain, it's certain aspects that if I'm having a conversation, say, uh, and I'm having a conversation with one of my friends, we're gonna take okay. for example, and one of my other friends are getting ready to graduate, okay, and then this friend wants to know, okay, well, what time the graduation? This friend know he graduating, da 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 da. I tell this friend, and then you say you get mad at me because I give you the time and date, but you get upset with me because I said, well, maybe you need to call this person that you're asking all this stuff about. Not to be rude, you need to call them because they got all the questions that you want to know. They got the answer to the questions that you're asking me. Just go and call that person. Okay. Wait, I'm not okay. done. Okay, okay. So then you say, well, does that person want me to fellowship with their family? My response, that's the given. That's me. I'm not going to go to your graduation and not be able to go and converse with your people. That's how I am. That's what I mean when I say that's a given. It's not to disrespect you. It's not to demean nothing malice or anything about it, but that's me. I don't have to think on that. That's a given. So when I say that's a given, don't turn this and say, what you say? You say, don't turn this and say, don't say, don't think for me. Excuse me. I'm, 
I'm sorry, I'm not thinking for you. Versus how they perceive it. Yes, lost in translation. That's why I said. That's why I said she getting her own way with that because. How am I getting my own way? Because you know who you talking to. I know who I'm talking to, but I wasn't even through with the conversation though. So it's still more. No, I wasn't talking about the situation you talk about now. I was talking about a previous statement you had made about. Uh, it's not about what, what you they say, say. It's, it's how, how you, you say it. I was speaking in relation to that. Okay. Like when you let how someone says something get in the way of the information that they're actually trying to give you, you're getting in your own way. That is what I'm saying. He's speaking but I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't even. Saying. I wasn't even mad at what you said. I could take that. Yeah. I could take what you threw at me. I'm just trying to understand why did you feel why like that need to be inserted in that particular conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it got me to thinking. But damn. How long you been feeling like that? Like um, that's all I'm saying. So I'm okay. not I'm not mad because like I said, we have those open conversations. Yeah. I'm just trying to see why did you feel the need to interject those thoughts that particular time, that particular day. That's all I'm saying. I I, I get it. I I feel like I got an answer to uh, something I already knew when we was talking about the the translation earlier today, getting lost in translation. I feel like. Uh, well, oh, it's soda drinking ass. Nigga. <laughs> I'm bougie because I drink water. Yeah, uh, I drank some of that too, so don't do that. <laughs> what it is a fact. There's different levels of communication. Agreed. And I feel like a lot of times, quite often, uh, most women, mm-hmm. whenever you're talking to them, they're not just listening to what you're saying. They listen. They're watching your mannerisms. They're of trying course. to feel your energy and of this course. and the third. So thank you. Thank you for understanding that. Thank you. Yeah, I, I I get that. So and that's 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 how we get lost in translation. Mm, looking at all those things. Yeah. Well. I, well. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say just looking at those things, mm-hmm. but but furthering like inferring about those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Getting elaboration about it. You can't make conclusions about something you don't have any concrete evidence over. Mm-hmm. So if it feels like oh, just by the way that you're saying it, it feels like you're implying this or you're implying that. Verify. Well, no, I don't. I don't have a problem with saying, "Okay, can you go into that? What did you mean as far as you this? said? It, you said it like you said it as if such and such. Well, then, you know, elaborate. Is that how you feel? Because you said it like, right. as if you know. what I'm saying you're implying you didn't this. Do anything wrong? It was lack of communication that caused yeah. that conversation to occur. Yeah, yeah. That's what we were saying. It's, it's all when when uh when that makes if you're me gonna think. feel mm. if you're gonna have emotions towards a statement, you need to be articulate articulate enough to convey that and have the balls enough i'm gonna say it hate to say balls because i don't mean balls in the situation with i know what you mean yeah, you need to have the gall to bring it up to ask you don't need to be lean not on your own understanding please you know? not especially well exactly. and I'm, I'm one of those people too i try not to lean on my own understanding but i do take the time so like I say, I don't mind saying I'm sorry. It may take me some time to gather my thoughts. And I be wanting other people to gather their thoughts, too. They do, will not let you do that shit. You're not lying, but I need that for me. <laughs> yes. That stimulates my mind. So I need Man. you to understand that when I do come back to you, I'm coming as a clear-headed individual and not just frustrated, angry, upset, yeah. emotional. niggas not get that? Like, that's how I am. Why do niggas not get that? I, and I'm, I'm just going to be translated. That is the problem I have with my girl. What? Me and Ashley, I'm just telling you, Gotten to it over some shit about that. She wants to discuss. Well, should, I guess I should just tell her the story. I might edit this shit out. But anyway, mm-hmm. what happened was we were having a conversation mm-hmm. and we were talking about my cousin who we go to church with. Mm-hmm. We just found out we all went to the same church. My cousin likes to talk a lot. Mm-hmm. I know this because I know my cousin my whole life, literally. Yeah. So she was like, yeah, you know, your cousin likes to talk a lot. And we were laughing about it. And I was like, yeah, you got to know when the 
kind of back back and let him go and then you jump in at the end of end the conversation mm-hmm. she was like yeah and she was like wait you ever did that with me i was like yeah yeah i want some candy Hell yeah, no, my what? You know, you know, you know. Them gummy worms, my G. I'm finna give you, I'm finna give you all pet. My own pet. I'm sorry. But keep talking. This episode is sponsored by Candy. Charlene is home. But she stupid as fuck. She basically took that conversation and made and said that I was making her boring like she talks too much. So this is what she did. When she took that, she got quiet. Mm-hmm. When I said my statement, I was like, yeah, sometimes you talk about stuff and I go on autopilot and just listen. I told Lizzie So you're just thing. observing the situation? Yes. Okay. She took that. And ran with it. And ran with it. She got quiet. But when she gets quiet, I know what she up to. <laughs> what is she up to? I, I told Lizzie, <laughs> I counted. She got quiet for six seconds. And was like, <laughs> well, I'm going um, to go on in the house or something. She was trying to end the mm-hmm. conversation. So I let her. I ain't gonna back off. I ain't do shit wrong. Mm-hmm. I feel She hung up about not even eight seconds. She called back. Hey, I just need, I'm gonna say this and I need you to listen. And I'm like, oh, this shit ain't gonna fly. Mm-hmm. So she was like, basically you said, and I stopped it right then and there. I was like, you all ready for to sum up my words? Instead of giving me the opportunity to say what I or said? Or just taking it for what I said. Instead of taking what I said, she took my words. And twist them and Digest made them. And made it into a situation yeah. where she's emotional now and calling me back. But that's yeah. the problem, though. She did that within the con- in, the, in the context of her emotions. And Instead she, of just taking yeah. the time that she needed to she think on it. She doesn't recognize that. Yeah. She doesn't recognize that. And you and I had a conversation where um, I, I gave you a situation and you said, well, y'all are cut from a different cloth. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Our circumstances are different emotionally financially, family-wise, two different people. Yeah. And so I make decisions based on log- logic. She does on emotions. Mm-hmm. And I have to check her sometimes because I'm like, yo, I understand that this makes sense to you, but it's wrong. Yeah. Logic can still be logical, but it can be wrong. Mm-hmm. Emotions can still seem logical, but they're wrong. You were wrong in this case. And she gets wrapped up. She gets of pissed course. off when I challenge that. Yeah, because don't nobody want to be wrong. Bro, and me and him were just talking about that. Like, being wrong is, like, the biggest blessing that God has bestowed. I know. I agree with you on that. I agree with you. Like, I don't know. I don't fight being wrong. Like, I love being wrong. I love failure. Because it teaches you some real you, shit. You actually, you actually grow. You actually learn. That's what I'm saying. Because I ain't got to bump my head. No yeah, That's yeah. You don't have to bump your head no more. <laughs> That's the whole point of being wrong. You know what's there now. I didn't know before. I'm, I'm sitting here jabbing in the dark, and I got a little bit of light now. I was wrong about this. You can run a simulation a million times, and you can get whatever wrong. Now you get, now you know. Now you're closer this to right. This. You're closer to right. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I'm. It's it's perfectly okay for me to be pointed out because it helps me be better. Like I said before, it helps me be better, not just seem better. And that's what a lot of people try to do. They just want to seem better. They don't want to become better. You know what I mean? I want to be better at my core, not be better on the surface. Amen. So, you know what I mean? That way, if I go through something similar, uh, which, you know, you you will most often go through stuff like this. So so when you go through stuff with people or what have you, you be prepared for it. 
and it doesn't, you it'll roll off of you. You mm-hmm. won't take it personally because you understand what it is now. But if you keep deflecting and keep deflecting, you never trained yourself. You never took the opportunity for you to fall on your face mm-hmm. and get back up again. You don't know how it feels. You don't know what to do. You fall, like, what do I do now? I'm just on the ground. Mm-hmm. Get your ass up. Mm-hmm. You crying instead of just getting back up. But you, if you ever got pushed down, then you'll know. Mm-hmm. But if you never got pushed down, you never know that there's another side to this story. It's not, it's not over when you fall. Right. It's not over when you fall. And that's a lot of fear that people have whenever, you know, being wrong comes into the mix. I don't want to be wrong because they just see the fall. Right. That's all they see. I think that has to do with, like, well, ego. We talked about that earlier. Ego. Because um, she, when, when I correct her. I'm listening to y'all talking. That, I'm just hearing J. Cole. I'm listening. Oh, <laughs> um, when I correct her. It's not to be like one up or anything, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes she takes it that way, bro. And that shit, it's, I'm correcting you because I've done what you just did, and I'm trying to save you time. Mm-hmm. Being uh, her and I have a uh, four year difference, mm-hmm. and so I, I have to kind of lean on that into her, like mm-hmm. to, to give it validity as to what I'm talking about. Cause it's a shame you have to do that. That's though. what I'm saying. Like, why me being the guy you've been with for a year and a half ain't enough? Yeah. Why do I have to explain my seniority in this situation? Why I have to, to validate get? every word that I comes out of my mouth? Why the fuck you just gonna <laughs> take what I say is Please. based on you know what I date him? He's credible. Yeah. Let me just listen. Why well, I gotta keep nope. proving myself? Nope. No, I want to keep doing this. I hate every argument with her because she come back with this fucking statement right here. Well, I feel like as soon as I hear that shit, I know I lost. Because <laughs> it's so that, subjective, you can feel like anything. You basically just refute you. You are basically all lives mattering. <laughs> black lives matter. <laughs> that is basically what the you just objectifying my, my my experience. I ain't never heard that one. It's yeah. like well, uh, it's, it's, that's that's the equivalent to. Um, you losing somebody you love, like, oh, I lost my mom. I lost my mom, too. Well, everybody loses their mom. Yeah, that's Everybody loses their mom. Big deal. Big deal. Here I am relaying something that I've <laughs> learned, and knowledge is the most valuable thing on this earth. Fuck money. Knowledge is valuable. It will yeah. save I just wish we shared more of it. Well, let's take, let's, take, let's take an equal amount of time talking about how much you love her because she'll probably... Oh, yeah, because, man... If you, don't, if you don't edit this <laughs> out already... He said awesome he gonna shit. edit Because <laughs> she'll see it. You're just trashing me. No, he said he gonna edit it. to Obedience Podcast. I'm very proud of you, babe. Um, I love her to death, man. I would... This is emotionally the most I've grown in a relationship. Mm. Um, it challenges me where I wouldn't have a problem walking on glass, stomping on glass emotionally. She's teaching me that forcing everything is and everything. Sometimes finesse works better. Mm-hmm. That is something that I did not get growing up. So I'm learning it. And sometimes your silence is more powerful than you saying shit. Really learn that. So that's why when she pulled that shit, I just got quiet. Mm. When, she, when she got quiet, I got quiet. When she wanted to get off the phone, I got off the phone. Because sometimes not validating what you're trying to play with is all the point she needs. Mm-hmm. That's why she called back. Because you knew you were wrong. Yeah. And now you, you want to address now you it. Pop you want to see how far it would go. It went that far, and now we in it. But anyway, I, I still love her to death. She's bro, the sweetest woman. Bro, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's ironic because that's the same thing Dominique gave me. Mm-hmm. Everything was done by force. And actually... 
uh, when we was first together, and I, I guess like in our first year, we didn't really argue too much except for like one really major argument at our engagement party. And because I was raised by belligerents, I was belligerent with her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> exactly, pausing and know it's pausing, what have you. So I had to learn how to adjust and how to digest my emotions before I communicated it to Ooh. her. And I finally got to this point to where uh, I've literally fine-tuned communication. You know what I mean? I know, bro, I it is hard. Too. It is hard. And it's, guess what? It's a, it's a lifestyle. It's not something you just do and it's like, oh, it's done now. Mm-mm. It's one of those things you have to completely maintain awareness of consistently. You gotta hold yourself accountable. You gotta out yourself. Now you know. You gotta what? tell on yourself when you're wrong, so you can. That's what I appreciate about Kevin Hart. Now he taught me that one, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was. Yeah. When I'm wrong, you gotta stand in your own shit. You got to. Was, you did it. Exactly. You was man or woman enough to do the shit, so why exactly. you can't stand in it? And I was like, exactly. Damn. So so I do, I do it's that. a it's a whole lifestyle of me outing myself, even within our own um, in our own marriage or what have you, but. Some sometimes we end up still in the impasse, <laughs> mm-hmm. and at this point of me making all these changes and rearranging uh, the way that I talk or letting myself take a break, man, like just just walking, just going for a walk, doing some pull-ups, some push-ups, and so because I used to have some real deal anger issues that I just did not know how to manage, but I did it for her, so I can so so that we can talk, but we still end up having this same impasse the same place where you and Ashley have been back and forth on which is the reason why I was talking about the topic translation because I feel like at this point because I did everything right now <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying it'd be different I can still blame it on that I can be like okay I still got anger issues I still got this and the third you don't so got I, that no more yeah you know, I talk at you you know what I'm saying I used to do that that's what I used to do that's what I knew that's where I came from and I had gotten so accustomed to it, I actually expected the same from her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it actually made me feel a little bit insecure that she didn't do it. You know what I mean? Because I was that was what my expectation was. I was used to a fiery kind of woman. You know what I mean? Just blah. You know what I mean? I'm used to, I know what to do with that because I was trained. Okay. I've been conditioned to do that. Mm-hmm. Not only within uh, me growing up, but just with the women I dated. That's crazy. I'm used to hearing women say that. Mm-hmm. That Bro. right there. I'm used to fucking women hearing that. Refreshing. Wow. Yeah. So, um, but, AKA yeah. Importer. Yeah. AKA Importer. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, at, <laughs> 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 yeah. but after a certain point, I realized that I had to work with the person I'm with right. and not from the world I came from. Mm. And, you know, uh, and a lot of times when we get into a relationship, that's what we do. We try to make, our partners' acquiescence to, to our us. world, mm-hmm. to us, and how we see things. Amen. Amen. And, Amen. and I had to learn her language. Oh, and so now, <laughs> so now that I have learned her language, so to speak, or what have you, you I thought talk about it. I thought I had it all solved. Psych. I don't, because it's a two-part thing. Right. I did my part. She has to do hers. She has to. It's a group process. I can't. I can't do this all. If I'm making all these changes, if I'm doing all this stuff, and it's a constant thing. It's not a change that I've just made. It's a change that I've been making, and I've continued to do. And I think I'm thankful for it because, like you said, you're a logical person, and and she's emotional. It's the same way with with me and Dominique. 
Uh, I'm a logical person. I, I never did anything. Before I met her, I didn't do anything I wasn't sure of before I did it. If I ain't have a contingency plan for it. Swear to God, that's me right now. Bro, if I ain't have a contingency plan for it, I didn't do it. And then Dominique taught me how to take risks, how to live in the moment, and how to feel. Like, cause I feel like I gotta, I've always had, I'm a human being, of course I got emotions, but I never participated in my emotions cause I was too afraid of the repercussions. Ladies, do y'all hear this? You hear me? So, so it's like Dominique taught me how to be free, what freedom is. Uh, we got this, this example that I use uh, to demonstrate our relationship. I'm the tree and Dominique is a perk. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's a free spirit and um, I'm, I'm simply an open mind. Uh, a tree is like an open mind because it's rooted in something, but its branches spread out in all directions. You know what I mean? So so I may not be able to feel where you're coming from because I'm not there. I'm rooted in something else. But but I can reach I and I can I can understand God. it. So so God damn it. Better be taking these notes, boy. So so <laughs> but Dominique is a bird. A bird flies a perch. They never stay in the place for, for long. When when it's wintertime, you know. She migrates down south and she comes to this tree. And that's what made our relationship special. You know what I'm saying? Is that she kept coming to me to perch in my branches. You know what I'm saying? To nest here with me. Didn't go to the other tree. She came, she came to me. Exactly. And as hard as my branches were, as tough as my bows were, and sometimes I went always bearing fruit. <laughs> she stayed with me. You know what I'm saying? So when I made changes and I started you know, leaning back into the sunshine and basking in the rain a little bit. Did that make you self-reflect to realize the woman that you have? A little bit. A, l- a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, because now I'm bearing fruit. Mm-hmm. I'm bearing fruit, and I'm actually changed. I'm actually prepared to, to go. I feel like it should just be perfect from this point, because now I've kind of like gotten to a lifestyle of me always addressing my issues and holding myself accountable. Uh, which started for her sake, to be honest with you. It started with her sake, because at that time, I thought I had it all together, if I'm mm. being real. Um, I thought I had it all together because I had survived so much. It sounds like y'all kind of switch roles in a sense. Not yeah, like- it does. It feels like that, too. And, and a part of me, I ain't gonna lie, resents her for it, because uh, I come from, like, like we've been talking about, I come from a long line of women who never had a man like me. Mm-hmm. So it's like you should be grateful that I'm even doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's a little part of me like man that they didn't have. Yes, I'm like I hear that every time my um my sister comes over, or my mother, or even my mom, even my grandmama, what have you, they wish they had a man like me. I'm like I did it. I've done it. That's my trophy. Mm-hmm. My trophy didn't don't come from you know egot. You don't come from you know what I'm saying in the form of anything that you know any man can manufacture. It comes in the form of the women who who pretty much put me out there. But it's one thing you said me. that stuck with me. What? She stayed with you through all that. Yeah. So that means that got the, that same patience that she had. Mm-hmm. You got to have that. Of course. I've been, I've been saying that to myself and that's what... I think that's the shit that hurts the most. Yeah. Because we talked about earlier what's important to us is time. And time is logic and love fleeting mm-hmm. forms aside. But I get what he's saying and, too. And... and I think that's the hurtful form of love that a lot of people don't get to work on the, the patience of the other person adapting. Agreed. Yeah. And uh, waiting on that larva to turn into a butterfly. Like yeah. that. <sighs> it's hard, Cause it's, Cause you're not seeing it. Cause when someone's developing emotionally or working on themselves, 
a lot of times you don't see it. Sometimes it's really slow. And of course, you, you shouldn't really ever see it. You, thank you. You're not going to see you're it. Not, you're not really. So if you're able to recognize it, then that's great. You're very intuitive. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, but you're not supposed to see it. You're just supposed to believe in them and put that faith in them. And, and honestly, that's where I'm at right now. But just like as with when we were talking about your situation with uh, Ashley, even though your intentions or what you were actually saying wasn't what she what she had in mind at all, it doesn't take away the damage. Yep. So even though I'm being patient, even though uh, I know what the circumstances are, it does not make the pain less painful. Mm-hmm. It's still painful. You know what I'm saying? It's beauty in the struggle, my nigga. Of course it is. Of course, of course it is. But but you know, and, and in my life. And I'm sure in everyone's life as well, sometimes you go far, you go the distance for people, mm-hmm. and then you end up alone when you get there. That's the scary part. And that's the scary part. That's the reason why being patient for somebody to grow is so scary. Waiting Be- at that finish line. Yeah, because you're waiting at the finish line for hoping them to come. Right. Hoping that, hoping that they'll, they'll come too, but... And then, and you keep seeing them double back. Well, I'm gonna just go this way and that way and this way instead of going down the track that they said they was committed to be on. But you know what? That's funny. And that's and that's just like at that point, especially if you've been in that position before, and you got left behind. You know what I'm saying? If you've been in that position before, that kind of just makes you like you you subconscious about it. At this point, you're just like, hold on, this person doing the same thing before. So. But that's funny because one somebody I know, one of my friends, he was like, Kendra, people say. When people say I do, they don't mean I do. That mean I'll try. And I was like, mm-hmm. really, Mike? That's what that mean? Yeah. Because if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. And if you ain't that, that's when that I'll try come in because we're going to try to get it right. And that's when you hear I tried. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-huh. So it's not I do. It's I'll try. Uh-huh. Not many people going to do the I do. A lot of folks going to hit that I'll try. And I don't need you to try when we get to the altar. I need you to already know what you're going to do. Yeah. Don't wait. That was And tiptoe the line. That was an issue. That's deep, ain't it? Yeah, yeah man, but that's so true. And just just to bag that up. <laughs> no, it's the truth, bro. Just to, just to bag that up over how you, uh, that's the same thing that's, that's been going on with me because I already knew who I was and what I wanted when I got mm. up to the altar. But Dominique, was she still had question marks. You see, mm-hmm. so that's so. So when it when push comes to shove, and you I know, got to go to the bathroom, but I don't want to leave. But when push, so when push comes, when it comes, because you know, like things have to be tested. Yeah. You, know, you build a bridge, you got to test it before you crawl on it, or mm-hmm. else it's gonna be a lot of deaths. You know what I mean? You got to test to make sure this it's a stable bridge. And just like with marriage, it is a bridge. Marriage is just like a bridge, and it's gonna get tested. And if one side don't hold up its own end, the whole bridge will fall apart. Mm-hmm. So when push comes to shove, you know that is where you validate I, my, your I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I but, agree with you. But if, but if when push comes to shove, it's like I'll try. <laughs> you know what I mean? Leaning like a you, you got you got an expectation of uh, letting go. Like I don't know, I'm gonna try to hold on as long as I can. You see what I'm saying? I already knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted children. I've been wanting children since I was in middle school. And people wonder why I say my favorite part of marriage is not only just the the, the vowels, but I'm I'm always checking to see if you're gonna keep that tradition. Meaning. Mm. To death do us part. You know what I'm saying? To for richer for poor. That's, that's a scary. I mean, thing. like. Bro, you could say it, 
But like he's saying, you go, you gonna be tested, bro. And I'm ready for. I would look. I'm ready for every test. I, I told, I told Dominique. I said, when I say I'm gonna die for you, that means I would do everything up to my death. Anything in between. Nigga say they'll die for you, and then bro. Yeah, that's for you. No, I'm being real. Yes, yeah, for real. I'm being real. I've seen divorces happen because someone became a paraplegic. I have too. I, I think, and you know what me and my coworker be talking that is messed up. Don't. Yeah, that, that is. But up. there's where your vows come in at. That's what I'm saying. You know, you know what happened? She become paraplegic. I I have her verbally give me verbal consent every time. Oh. It's like, hey, do you agree to what's about to transpire? <laughs> I know you won't feel it, but do you agree? <laughs> oh my God! I mean, you gotta have consent, otherwise it's rape. You know, whether you're married or not, so you gotta be like, How do, you do you agree? You don't feel it though. I don't know, man. I don't know. KY Jelly. <laughs> I'm gonna pause on that. I'm gonna pause on that. The self-destruct sequence has been activated. This sequence may not be aborted. All employees proceed to the emergency car at the bottom platform. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews. The hottest be coming through, dropping knowledge on all that you get. A beaker to front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we do it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keep it real and stay silent just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer. Moreover, success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like folders. I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll. Well, we'll be on a whole different vibe, though. We like to ride slow and keep our windows tinted so you really can see us. Like Stevie Wonder waking up with his eyes closed. Yeah, got the kind of flow that rocked the boat. On my 16s and pounds of dope. And if you figure you can hang with me on the mic, then grab some rope. Matter of fact, better grab some hope while you at it. We keep it live, it's time to tune in. Turn up the sound on what you're using. It goes so hard, I think it's bruising. The show is 2020, no need to zoom in. Yeah. Oh, it's fade, it's fade. Yeah. I like that shit a superpower, bro. Yeah. Uh, I don't, maybe it is because. Y'all making me feel better now. It's <laughs> like a military training thing. Like, it's so, it's so easy to lie, man. It's so but easy. it's easy for, well, maybe because of training, it's easy for me to tell the truth. Because it takes so much energy to put forth to effort lie. to lie. Like, you gotta keep well, I'll doing this, I think it's courageous to tell the truth. Okay, yeah, I'll, say it I'll, I'll twist it that way. Yeah, because yeah, everybody right. don't want to hear that Because not, not everybody has the courage to tell say. the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to deal with the repercussions regardless. And in my mind, I'm like, bro, you ain't got no heaven or hell to put, put me, me in. Amen. And you ain't scrapped right now. So what's up? <laughs> so, you don't get these words. Yeah, you don't get these words. And I'm down with the squad, bro. I got hands. <laughs> so so whatever. I mean, we can fight. Like, I'm the kind of person, if we, I'd have been to a point in some friendships where we'll come even to, like, physical blows and mm-hmm. still be cool. Yeah. Yes, that's what brothers do. It's, exactly. But not everybody is built like that, though. Some people is just like... No, they're not. Some people are just sensitive. Like, you know, they just think that life should be a certain way and certain lines should be crossed because it's them. You're not exempt from life, bro. <laughs> life <laughs> happens. Life gonna whoop your ass too. Life gonna whoop your ass regardless, bro. I'm not, I know I'm not exempt from the factors of life. You know, I know that everyone here has flesh and blood, and you vulnerable too. You can get hurt. You can get touched. So, so why have that attitude? Like you above it? I rather my niggas touch me and get me in the right mindset. Touch me. That's how. <laughs> that's how. Oh, 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 oh
You made me stop looking at the cartoon. Right. Pause. I like that. What they watching? Um, Pause. I'd rather my nigga check me rather than the world. Because at least the world don't give a fuck. Yeah. But my nigga got my best interest at heart. Yeah. The world, the world once you get out the way, your best friend wants you to get better. Right. You go out to the world, the world will be like, you fucking up, get the fuck, get the fuck out of the way. Put him in jail, do something with him, we don't want you here. But your best friend is like, hey man, you fucking up. You need to do better because right. them folks are just going to put you in a hole somewhere and put you out the way. And sometimes that, about you. that statement can sometimes equate to, get your dumb ass over here. Like, yeah, it can. It, it can. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and your friends have every right to, to be that way because you're, you're being vulnerable with them emotionally. <laughs> so it's like you get you 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 essentially making your issues their issues. Their issues. Mm-hmm. So you know if they get an emotional response from your emotional response, you ain't got a right to be mad about it. Right. They get the you know emotions ain't got no rules to it, man. It's like however it's expressed, it is what it is. That's why I love that phrase, bro. <laughs> It is what it is. You can't change it by being mad about it. You can't change it by worrying about it. You can't change it by saying it ought to. Nope. It happened. Deal with what happened. Or shut the fuck up. Oh, uh, exactly. If you if you ain't got the tools to deal with what happened, just shut the fuck up. I like that. I like that. That's mine. <laughs> That's mine right there. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> For real. Yeah, making me really, really think. Good. That's what this is supposed to inspire. It's called Think um, Tank for a reason. Yeah, man. Uh, Fuck, we went to left field, but that's what I wanted. I didn't want anything to stay, like, structured. Um, Fuck, I need to hear all of that. That shit. (laughs) That was a message for you? Yeah, man. Yeah, that should be aggravating as fuck. Like, when you're dealing with relationship issues, and the only thing everybody concerned about is fucking, when you ain't me, when you ain't married. (laughs) So, this is the crazy (laughs) thing. So, we all from Tomerville. Mm-hmm. We lived exactly two turns away from me. Never went Never that way. Mm. What? I can believe that because I'm like that. That's two crazy. turns. Yeah, I went to the same school and everything. Mm-mm. Four years flow. apart. Oh, because you went to the That's not why. That explains. But Orange and Green. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to. Orange and Green. I went everywhere else in the goddamn yeah. Tormanville, but. I didn't. I'm from all. <laughs> It's the same with me, man, because I'm from Gulf Village, and I, I'm glad my me grandmama. Too. I'm so happy my grandmama got us out of there, because if if we had stayed there with the way that things turned out, bro. I see how bad I would have been. Ooh, man, I'd be dead or in jail right now. So you went to, what school you went, you went to, Holloway? Mm-mm. Where you went? I went to Farmville. Okay, and then middle see. school. See, I'm glad, like, <laughs> only reason I say see? I'm glad, because I went to Westland. I got my strength. Where? Mm-hmm. Where I went to school with the white kids and the black kids. Then I went to Chestnut. Was all nothing but black kids. Chest but then thing, my folks and them went to Blunt and I went to LaFleur. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, man, I hate it. But then when I'm looking at the stuff I'm learning, the stuff y'all not learning, <laughs> the stuff I'm doing, the stuff y'all not doing, I got my own legacy. So I'm, I can never be and mad that's at cool. that. That's that's always should be your yeah. primary concern. No offense, fuck tradition. Tradition. It's, just it's meant a, to be broken. A product of time. And times change, so traditions get broke. Yeah. Humans get started. And yeah. after a while, that shit don't work no more. Break that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. something else. It's just how it's supposed to go, man. You know? I, I, I'm, 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 
I'm proud of the progress we're making that humanity is making right now. Like, I feel like humanity is becoming way more conscious. Like, the fact that we're discussing about how stupid people are <laughs> is a change within itself. Because usually, conversations like this don't happen because everyone's agreeing with each other, which is why everybody's so stupid. Because <laughs> everybody agrees with it. It's like, so dumb, man. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody comes to introduce a new idea. Now you got to try to think of a way to validate the way of living that you've been having. And in the process, you become enlightened. Mm -hmm. That's how it happens. Exactly. It don't happen you being in a room full of people who agree with you, who live the same life and have the same experiences. All y'all dumb. You're stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're morons. <laughs> Idiocy. Anyway. A group of stupid. A group of stupid, <laughs> man. A group of stupid. You need to branch out from from people who agree with you. I like being around people who don't. That's the reason why me and Kyle are, are such good friends. We don't, we, we we argue more than we talk. I like somebody that's gonna challenge me too. But, but we don't argue in like a toxic kind of way. Like we argue yeah. about nerd yeah. shit. Like like this argument, I'm pretty sure you got something to say about it. You familiar with Naruto? Yep. And of course you're American, you're familiar with Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. The argument me and Kyle have often is, is which universe would win? Naruto universe <laughs> or Dragon Ball universe? Fuck, man. And you, and you know what I say? My argument is Dragon Ball. And we have an elaborate discussion about this, about how chakra works and how key works. Not even that. I'm looking at planetary scales and power. Of course. Look, in Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z, in Dragon Ball, Master Roshi blew up the moon casually just so that Goku, just so Goku can, you know, yeah, mm-hmm, mm -hmm. casually, in Dragon Ball, when they were just little kids and stuff and all that. Naruto! <laughs> now that you think that, Dragon Ball, I feel like Dragon Ball will win, because Frieza blew up Namek. Yeah. On some he had, he blew up on um, the planet Salad. He just, just, it's like, all right, all Saiyans must die because I'm afraid of a Super Saiyan coming to be. Beep, beep. Yeah. And then went about his life. He had a whole live his best life. <laughs> live his best life, bro. And had, he had a whole galactic armada, bro. He had a galactic squad for your ass. Man, they ain't got they ain't left Earth yet in Naruto world. What the fuck are you talking about? They still they still fighting Pritchard versus Tommy. Exactly, nigga. That's oh, Pritchard. Naruto, you know what I used to hate? Pritchard versus Happy Hill. Um, I could not stand that shit because we was right around away from each other. Yep. Walking. That is crazy. And Happy Hill was like a whole project. And it's not even there no more. Yep. Got told on. Hey, and, and look who wins. <laughs> <laughs> the white man. <laughs> the white man won. Between these two hoods, white people win. White people win. Hey, look at what you talking about. Wins. You talking about. This is the reason Orange why. Bro, Roger Williams, all this shit. Yeah, RB, Birdville. Man, that oh, shit man. matters, bro, because at the end of the day, you don't own what you what you fighting for. That part. You don't own what you fighting for. Your mama don't own that house. Mm. Your folks don't own that land, but you killing each other over that? And nigga, you were just at your neighborhood. Who song was I listening to? I think it was your Gotti's album. It was like, you go out to go get a plug for a block and you die for it. And what? damn, I can't even quote it. I had to let you know. I know Jay-Z said some that. Real shit I know Jay-Z said that mm -hmm. uh, in his song. That shit crazy. He said a lot, but, but yeah, nah, I always thought that hood shit was stupid. And I always had like, my mom moved around a lot, a whole lot, a whole lot. a whole lot. Man, we lived in so many different hoods, man. Like, I could say I'm I'm from everywhere. It's up Tomville, because we ain't never lived in Tomville before. We lived down the bay, 
uh, Pritchard. Uh, we lived in Birdsville before. Well, right across from Birdsville, Phoenix Apartments. Mm. Them motherfuckers, <laughs> horrible too, bro. We, we live a little bit of everywhere, so I know about the culture, just about, and just hood culture in Mobile. And, uh, man, it, I, I just always thought this shit was stupid. Anytime, especially doing crunk culture, you know what I'm saying? Throw your hood up. Yeah. Niggas throwing up. I'm like, what? Who invented this? Who came up with it? <laughs> Who's the one who can't twist their fingers up? Who made up the, the sign for Pritchard? Who did that? Who started it? Who, who popularized it? Because when I was growing up, I don't remember seeing nobody throwing up no fingers to represent <laughs> Pritchard. Have you saw that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't even say that. I just got to laugh. Because you, you, we, you, we you guilty of that. You did that before? You, you read, what's the sign for Tomerville? You remember the sign? I didn't throw up Tomerville. You ain't throw up. What you threw? What you threw up? I threw a preacher, but I can't even remember what it was. You can't even remember that. I can't remember it either. <laughs> I thought that was still when I first started. I was just like, who the hell came up with this? The bandana colors was everything at one point. Yeah, I remember that too. When Happy Hill was yellow, uh, Tomerville was green, Orange Grove was of course orange. orange. I remember all that shit, and I was like, that's when I was like, we look like Power Rangers. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> said we look like Power Rangers. Oh, bro, I thought Go that was shit Power stupid. Rangers. The main reason why I thought it was stupid was because motherfuckers was getting evicted. How you getting evicted and you repping the hood? You getting evicted? Yo, bro, this your hood, right? Why you getting who? Who putting the eviction? Nigga, you better be banging against the landlord. You talking about? Fuck your hood. That shit was so stupid. I I used to get bullied and. Beat up by niggas from down the bay, like all yep. the time. I fought niggas from down the bay. I fought niggas from Pritchard. I had a nigga. I told you about that. Uh, Booker T got my first knife pulled on me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That shit. That shit was a regular occurrence, though. So I don't know what the fuck was going on at Booker T. Man. Y'all some bad ass. Yeah, that sounded like pillars, bro. Pillars the same way. I was trying to be a scholar. Man. Apparently, niggas don't like that. I was my trying cousin, to be a poet. <laughs> my cousin was taking me home. Look, he had a, um, the iron board. The, you know how you put the whole iron board? He had the whole thing beating the kid with it. And they had that booty uniform on. Yeah, mom, I don't think I want to go there. Yeah, that, that shit is <laughs> yeah. kill or be killed at that school. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like prison, bro. That's the mindset. Yeah. It's yeah. a whole lot like prison, like the way that they, they structure it. Like it, it feels like prison when you go to a school like that. It don't feel like a learning experience. It's like, just don't get in nobody's way. Like try to stay under the radar, but mm-hmm. not so much that people would try you. Yeah, yep. You have to every now and then do something to just let you know. Just like, spend, yeah. Don't yeah, even it, even if it's just cussing out the teacher or something. Yeah, dead ass. Yeah, cause yeah. cause cause motherfuckers like I I I ain't gonna lie, I cuss out a teacher just so motherfuckers leave me alone. You know what I mean? I get sent to the office. Yeah, that's, that's for real. For real. For real. And, and, and I had also, I had a leverage because um, there was a couple times I would fake a sickle cell crisis just Ooh. so I can, just so I wouldn't have to uh, get jumped or have to fight over some petty shit. I couldn't even stare at a motherfucker for longer than three seconds mm. without somebody saying, who the fuck you looking at? You know what I'm saying? Like, and of course the people I would stare at were usually girls because, you know, they were some of the worst ones. Yeah, they were the worst. Not some. They were the absolute worst, bro. <laughs> like the first time I was I was supposed to get jumped, but I didn't because I ran fast. <laughs> uh, it was because it was this girl. Her name was Mahogany. Mm. I'm going to say her name. I hope she hid. Because she know who she is. Mahogany. Mahogany is super dark skin. I don't know why, but I just. Should have been Ebony. 
Go yeah, ahead. she was she was just chocolate, and she was just so gorgeous to me. The way her hair was, she had almond eyes. Fucking pretty was. Man, she had glasses, but she wore her glasses like in me. I don't know. She was just so gorgeous, and I was just looking at her like she's so pretty. This is in sixth grade, and she caught me looking at her. I've been looking at her for a long time. Not even gonna lie, I was looking at her for a while. But but when she caught me looking at, her, I did one of these numbers. I did like you know trying to. Mm-hmm. So she wouldn't see that I was looking. And she was like, fuck you looking at? And you know, sixth grade, in the middle of the class, teacher don't even say nothing. <laughs> That's how pillars was. And so I was like, nothing, nothing. I was just, I was just looking, I was looking around, just looking around. Right. It's in the third, but she wouldn't let it go. Mm-hmm. And so after class, she said, I'm gonna get my sisters. My sister beat your ass. I'm thinking it's just like one sister or something. How many she, she had like fucking, it seemed like five sisters. And the sisters had their boyfriends. And all of them was going to get on my ass. And I was like, oh, no. I could see the damage from the ass whooping that was about to happen. And I hauled ass after school, man. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, no, hell no, nah, bro. I went for to get that ass whooping. They were, they were eighth graders. I was in sixth grade, you oh, know. some bullshit. Yeah, I just came out of elementary school. Mu- them different muscles. Hell yeah, man. No, bro. Pillars was horrible, bro. <laughs> horrible, man. You got playing football and stuff. You ain't for the football. I, me in the face. I just left elementary school. Yeah, yeah, that's man. Sixth grade. I, I told you that last interview that it's something of fifth grade is cool, but something happens that summer of fifth grade in the Puberty. sixth grade. That shit just like, oh. Puberty. Activation. Like, yeah, yeah. The stero- them natural steroids kick in, titties mm-hmm. come out, mustache. Well, not mustache. Uh, peach fuzz and shit yeah, starts coming. Yeah, peach fuzz. Yep. Lotion start looking different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> wow. Lotion rubbed the other kind of skin. Eh? Wow, 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 <laughs> wow, 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 wow. This is what lotion is for. It's not for ash, mama. It's not for mm-hmm. ash. <laughs> it's to get the white stuff out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no comment. Yeah, see, it's different for boys. It's different for boys. Girls go through puberty, and it's a whole different experience. It's awful for them, but for us, it's just washing them sheets over and over again. I'm ready to fuck every day. That's how it is. Wow. Straight up. Yup. 24-8, I'm ready to go. Ready? (laughs) And it's like, the older we get, it's just like, okay, I'm cool. Yeah, all right. All right. Reach the peak, and it's like, all right, okay. I think I think my peak was in like when I was a young adult in my earlier twenties when I was just like I was so desperate I would just be like one of them old ass niggas in your inbox. Mm-hmm. Hey, hello, beautiful. Yep. <laughs> I was one of like niggas in them old heads. They be doing it on Facebook. Hey, hey beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was just like one of them. College, I was a whore. I was a slut, bro. Um, I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't no hoe. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. <laughs> I've never been that. I mean, the, the look on your face is yep. like, I'm I, redeemed. I, I am delivered. I'm a reformed host. <laughs> I'm sitting, Where you in school when at? You find out. State. Hmm? You went to state? Oh, no. Alabama A&M. Okay, my bad. Nah, yeah, yeah, you know we rivals, so. Yeah, uh, yeah I know. <laughs> Sorry, I digress. Um, when you find out that there was a whole conversation at a table happening about you across from you and your girl, oh, it's time for you to stop being a host. Yeah. Oh, so you get your life yeah. Now they're giving us dirty looks. She don't know why. I know why, because I fucked seventy five percent of that table. Wow. So yeah. Yeah, I see now. Yeah, you different. You I wasn't I wasn't that. I was in least in the similar relationship with the people I was I knew their name. You know what I mean? Uh, semi. Semi I mean because because it's just like at that time there was the only person I was having sex with. I didn't have sex with more than one person at the time. Shit. I yeah, never. I can't do that. I pledge. You you say you can't do that. I can't do that. 
Well, I understand. You you live in a single life, so it's just like you you gotta have it on call. Keep that. You gotta keep. It. You gotta <laughs> keep, keep it on rotation. Keep that. You gotta Play keep that it on rotation. Play that one CD, Kendra. Play that yeah. one motherfucker. CD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause this shit real life. Wow. Cause yeah. when when I pledged, and it's like legs opened. I hate to say it that way. They were fucking them letters, not me. Yeah. Cause I've been there the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I. I the whole time. What? Bitch, you gonna give me his grade? Give me his grade. <laughs> <laughs> give me his grade. I, I, I fucked the teacher. That's what blew me. Yeah. That's when I knew. Them letters. Mm, it's so. not me. It's the letters. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Wow. Mm. I never got a chance to be be a hoe, man. I was always emotional. Seems like the shit for about 10 minutes. Say what? He said, seems like the shit for about 10 minutes. You talking about being a hoe? Being a hoe, I chill. Man, but there's a lot of people I know who still stuck in it. Like, we've been boys for a long time, and they just they just can't get out of it. They can't get out of it. They just. They hurt, and they're scared of attachment. They're scared of that risk. Yeah, they're scared of the risk. Yeah. They'd rather get their nut and go and be alone, but that lonely hit different, bro. But I thought risks are meant to be taken. They are, but they it's are. scary to take them. Well, maybe, you, maybe, maybe, maybe holes need to evolve a little bit. Maybe you just, you know, hold a little bit over here, and you get somebody to just cuddle with you and have a conversation with. You know, and you get content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get content with being a hoe, and that's the life for you. No, no, no. That that's work. the life that for work. you. That don't work. I did that. I did that. Polyamory <laughs> people do it. I, I can't speak on that. Hell no. I did that. Uh, her name was. I was she thinking grew. the same thing. We were fine. Mm-hmm. But, but she, she grew, grew upset. And I was content, but she wasn't. Okay. And she went on to get married. Yeah. Mm. And I am comfortable saying, even on record, she was it. She was it. The one that got I away, huh? I was content. We were content in the then, and I was comfortable not growing. I was purposely not growing because I was content hoeing and cuddling. Yeah. But she realized before I did that... Why do that when I could have this one being? And she wanted me to be that one being. You just weren't ready to be that then. You just weren't ready to be that. So I lost it. Yeah. <laughs> it happens, man. It happens, man. Um, Everybody got one that let get away. You share, goddammit. You yeah, talk, you, you share. You talk about, you talk about, you, you do the. With your one CD player. The, the, the elephant oh, man sorry. you got. What the elephant man is? Elephant man. Yeah, she got an elephant man. She got a plumber. She got an electrician. Oh, yeah. Y'all do, you got, y'all do have men for different shit. You do. You do. You do. You do. You got you got a nigga who, who real passionate, and so you just need that passion. You got a nigga who got that stamina who go a long time when you need it. And then you got that nigga that. Yeah, you got the head doctor. You got you got the nigga who who know what a clitoris at. He you know him. Is that one? Is that one? one that it's all that one that got that. He know what a clitoris at. And you got that one who you can talk to and y'all you know he give you good advice. No, and I feel like I really honest to God when I look at my last my last relationship, I can honestly say I feel like you feel. You know, I just weren't ready. Mm. And we 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 That's I feel like we as people we always say we want this. We want that. And then when God blesses you with this you and that, you it. can't even identify with it enough to see that that's what you've been you waiting for your whole for life. So it's like, mm, it's like that and then it was, I look at it and I'm like, if if only we could have communicated better, do you know what that had the potential to be? Yeah. And now I just be like, 
<coughs> I had to cut you all the way off because I don't want, I'm not trying to self-reflect over that. I know what it was. You know what it was. But I'm not, I'm not even mad at the way it ended now because I'm in a different headspace. I'm woman enough to say, hey, I gave all I could give. I can say that about every one of my relationships, honestly. Really? When I put my, yes, because I put my best foot forward. You can never say, Kim, I ain't fight, fight for it because I fought for it. Now, when I'm done, I'm done. So don't come back to my small Kim, I think <laughs> that ship sailed. I'm glad you finally came to reality on it, so but. you'll never reconnect with an ex? No, I don't think so. Mm. And it ain't to say I, I don't still have love for you because I always gonna have love mm. for you, but mentally, I always feel like, hmm, somehow or another, I would always replay back what it once was. Mm. So, yeah, could we me, ever, I think me and you are all probably on the same point because I feel like could people, we ever like, really. Yeah, they I'm can. They can grow, but you would have to show me that growth before I can sit. Uh, but and you say, would never see that growth if yeah, you don't. That's that's a fault. But, but, the, yeah. but it's okay because he's moved on, and so have I. So but, it's but like what I'm saying is I don't want you to miss out on a potential blessing. Maybe y'all just came together at the wrong time. I think that's exactly, and I'm a firm believer of what's meant to be will be. So if it comes back but if, around, but hold on now, how can it? If it's what you to mean? Be, if you won't let it be, how not let it be? But you just said that you're gonna replay it back in your mind Chaka. of what it was. Chaka. So <laughs> if you ain't gonna work with me because my back history back then, and I'm not that same guy, that Je- that Jeremy dead. Yeah, yeah. How so will I know that Jeremy dead? You, you gotta take a risk. Yeah. Who decided came we, back? Did we make it make sense? We made it make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I need another woman here. Because <laughs> that's not right. Cause it's poor, y'all. But no, that's real. Though. But, but for like real, if, I, you're saying if if you believe it will be what it be. Mm-hmm. If it's meant to be, I feel like what God got for you won't it won't go nowhere. Then you need to take yourself out of it. You do. I mean, because like yeah. not just partially. If you believe that God got it, you have to subtract yourself and, and, that's and what your I experience. Did. Hold on, and your experience of them in the past out of it because that don't matter. Then. Yeah. I get that one day. I had. I, I had, appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I, appreciate I get that you one day. I've been in a situation like that before, as far as with an ex or what have you, and it's just like at that one point it was just like you childish bitch, I don't want to deal with you. Right. <laughs> and it's just uh-huh. like you know what I mean. And then and then it's just like down the line or what have you, we end up just reconnecting <laughs> and having a conversation, and then in that conversation, you know, uh, feelings start to occur, and I and and you thought they were gone. Well, of course I didn't. I think they Nobody were gone. No, well, there's some people are. Yeah, some yeah you do. There's a lot of people are actually. Let me, let me not say some. There's a, a whole lot, a lot of people feel a like, whole population that's of the planet. That's why I asked. <laughs> if you listening to this, and you feel like that's you exactly why I asked. You don't fuck with your ex at all. Leave a comment on this video <laughs> so I can read and get in contact with you. Bro, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I knew that my feelings, you know, were were you still there, but. Okay. But it's just the intensity of it was mm-hmm. gone. That's okay. the only difference. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so okay. the intensity of it, like me, me feeling like convicted, like, like you know, like I'm obligated to enact on my feelings. That was gone because you know it's over. I so I don't, I don't feel like. I don't, 
have that uh, status with you. That yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that sense of urgency you get whenever you have a feeling this about somebody. Well, you're not yeah, no. So I don't feel that. I still feel it, but I don't get that sense of urgency. You, yeah. Exactly. So we end up talking, and then all of a sudden, that urgency started to come. Like mm. I don't want you to go, and I started to realize this is a different woman. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And then that lesson taught me that uh, that we only see each other in our moments. We get to know each other in our moments. So, and that's what you made... To essentially learn her again. Yes, that's what made me believe in marriage. That's what made me believe... That moment made me believe in monogamy because uh, you, you, I can't know who you are in a year I think or it's two years. a lifetime trying to figure that shit out. It's going to take me a lifetime to know me. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna take a lifetime to know you. It's, so so whenever I say I do, I'm committed to learning you in every moment Aspect you have. Mm -hmm. So 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 once I realized that from then, it was just like it was kind of like a simple decision for me to make as far as marrying the woman I'm married to now. It's just like I, I realized that who I'm marrying now won't be this woman forever. I'm gonna have to work That's with her. Big. I'm gonna to have to be with her through all the time. I, I, I'm gonna grow and she's gonna grow and we're just gonna grow together. Even if it's not in the same pot <laughs> necessarily, right. we're still together. It's in the same home. So, you know, that's that's the reason why like I just I feel like, you know, you might need to get a nigga a chance. You know what I'm, just <laughs> I'm just saying, you never know. You know what I'm saying? But to piggyback off he's so yes, to piggyback <laughs> off what he said, he and I had that conversation last week. That's why I hate for people to say, I know you. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. Because if I'm still learning me, ain't no fucking way you yeah. know me. Exactly. So don't even sit here and say you know me. Exactly. You know you know me to a degree. Yeah. You 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 know you know You know we what I show you. Mm -hmm. And as I tell people, don't get mad at me if that's what you showed me, because that's what I have to go by. That's what you gave. So sorry if it's not what you wanted it to be, but that's what you gave me. Maya Angelou said the best. You know what I'm saying? Somebody shows you who they are, believe. Go. Right. Believe them. You ain't got no other reason to believe whatever. Why would they lie? Why would they lie about themselves? So, yo, <laughs> you know, you might want to get a nigga another chance. I heard man. you the first time, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to call him? No, I'm good. <laughs>